This program is brought to you by the Genesis Communications Network, a world leader in talk radio since 1998. Visit GCNlive.com today. And here. Tech Night Owl Live, the show for PC users who can handle the truth. And now, here's your host, Gene Steinberg. This week on the Tech Night Owl Live, we feature Josh Centers of Tidbits and Take Control Books, and he'll talk about his new book about iOS 10. We'll also hear from Sean Ani from Techno Buffalo, an action-packed episode of the Tech Night Owl Live. So we have Josh Centers of Tidbits and Take Control Books. And as we speak, they're rolling out a brand new book from Josh, which is called iOS 10, A Take Control Crash Course. Before we started, Josh was telling me he's trying something new, different, or unusual with regard to this conversation. Now, other than using smoke signals or subspace radio, he's not going to give us a hint until we're near the end of the interview. Is that correct, sir? That is correct, yes. And you're not using subspace radio? As far as I know, I'm not. Because he's a strange world out there, and one never knows what Skype does with your ones and zeros. That's very true. You know, the other day I was asking Josh how close he was to, to in Jasper, Tennessee, how -hmm. close you were to Jasper, Tennessee, And I remember that town because probably it has a very small radio station there. But I remember it because in the early days when I was living in Alabama and looking for another job, I think I went to one of those small towns in Tennessee in search of something. At that time, anything that said radio station with a working transmitter was right. But we have, by the way, been added to the roster at WTNW 820 AM in Jasper, Tennessee. They're carrying both the Tech Night Out Live and the Paracast. So we've got a lot of new listeners as a result. I might be able to pick that up, actually. I'm going to have to try that. Well, A20, you know, that's a good, really a good frequency for AM because as you get to the lower frequencies, depending on how the antenna is and all this other stuff, they propagate pretty well. Yeah, you see, Jasper's down near Chattanooga. I might be able to pick up an AM. We'll, we'll have to see. Uh. All right, he's going to check us out, and we'll see if we're hurt. We're also hurt in Chattanooga, but it's, the radio station has a very, very low power. So I don't know how far it goes, but listen. We'll take what we can get, folks. And before we go further into this strange thing that you're doing, can you drop a few hints? It's going to be a few segments before we get the answer. What are you doing that's different on this particular connection? Okay, so I'm not going to reveal my secret just yet, but I will say it is related to the iPhone 7. And if you have a concern about the iPhone 7, then this may help alleviate it. You're using a lightning headset? Nope. Oh, And you don't have an iPhone 7 yet? No, I do not. You see, a few people do, because Apple routinely seeds review samples 
to a small number of journalists around the world. So if you're Ed Begg of USA Today, you are David Pogue of Yahoo Tech, as long as that gig lasts. Or if you're Walt Mossberg or one of these other people, you will get the early seed. The rest of us have to get in the back of the bus. But that's how it goes. Yeah, I am in the back of the bus, unfortunately. I, I ordered the Jet Black iPhone 7 Plus, and it's not due to arrive until September 26th or up to October 4th. So uh, apparently the Jet Black ones take a little longer. Well, the thing also is Apple wants to get as many units into the hands of customers before the end of September. So it goes on this quarter's sales. And that's an interesting point here. I don't know whether Apple fed this or not. Apple says, no, we're not going to give you launch weekend sales because we know demand is more than we can handle. That says to me they can't produce as many as last year to sell. Yeah, it could be. I mean, it could also be maybe they're not expecting to sell as many. I mean, I'm sure they're telling the truth. I'm sure they can't. I'm sure they can't make as many as there are demand for. But I would also suspect that maybe they're also not selling as many as they have in the past. And of course, I guess those two are uh, related. So we'll see. We'll see. They've, They've been getting trickier with their sales numbers. Like we haven't heard sales numbers for the Apple Watch, uh, nor the Apple TV. Those are both rolled into the, uh, this other category they have that includes things like Beats headphones and, uh, I guess, AirPods and stuff like that. Well, with the iPhone, maybe it is an excuse. There's a theory on the part of a few people that Apple deliberately produces a few fewer units at launch to make it sure that they have the claim that's backordered. This way, you know, if you need to sell 10,000 and you produce 9,500, it's backordered. Right. Well, and, and it, the iPhone 7 is currently back ordered either way. So, you know, I, I guess it doesn't really matter how many they sold. It's really how many they can produce at this point. Well, here's the issue, which we have to look at. We now have Apple stock price soaring because of expectations, heightened expectations, because of what T-Mobile and Sprint announced with they're saying pre-orders for the new iPhone we're up almost 400% over last year. That doesn't mean that Apple is going to sell 400% more units because it still has to reach customers. It might just be there's an initial spurt. I don't know. But when two carriers that are not the largest two report something like that, and we haven't heard from Verizon or AT&T yet, does that kind of indicate there's more demand than we expected? Yeah, possibly. I think it's a good sign for Apple. Well, and investors seem to be pretty happy with them. I think they're st- as we're talking right now, their stock price has gone up considerably. Considerably. So, uh, yeah, I mean, it seems like this is this is going to be a surprisingly popular model. And I say surprisingly because I thought for sure that the headphone jack, uh, people, you know, the, the removal of that, people wouldn't appreciate. But I don't know. Maybe, maybe just. People just don't care that much, or possibly they don't even know. <laughs> well, here's the thing that we're trying to look at a small portion of users for whom getting rid of the headphone jack is a big deal. Like, for example, you want to listen while you're charging. you got to buy the Belkin adapter now. Or somebody else will have an adapter and it'll be cheaper at Amazon. Regardless, that's the inconvenience. 
But only a small number of people care. I'm sure the vast majority, and I have no statistics to prove this, the vast majority of people who buy one of these iPhones, they use the earbuds that are there already. They don't bother with anything else. They're happy with that. Same is true as iPod owners over the years. They didn't bother with anything else. They took what they've got and maybe a few percent bothered with something better. Am I wrong? You know, I can't say for sure, but I've heard some uh, industry analysts who have said a very similar thing, that most people just use the headphones that are included with the iPhone, which, you know, just knowing typical uh, customer behavior, that seems about right to me. You know, I don't think many people, I don't think most people really shell out for headphones. You know, if they buy anything, they might buy some nice wireless headphones or usually some cheap wireless headphones to um to to exercise in but yeah generally you know outside of geeks uh i don't think uh, many people invest that much in headphones well the thing too is i kind of figured that apple has two more steps left to go fully wireless wireless charging which other companies are playing with now i don't know how well it works but you have some people saying well why hasn't apple done this and quite often apple does not embrace a technology because trade-offs may be too much at the beginning. So they wait until they have a better idea. The other is low-cost Bluetooth headset, not AirPods, which are $159, but something they can put in the box. And right now you can go to Amazon and get Bluetooth AirPods or whatever, EarPods, not AirPods, but you know some kind of thing for $20. There are enough number of models for $20 there. I don't know how good they are. I don't know how much more it would cost for Apple to supply free Bluetooth as opposed to having something with a lightning cable on it. We've got more to come and a response from Josh Centers. I'm Gene Steinberg. You're in the Tech Night Out Live. As you know, neighbors, web hosting can be pretty cheap, but not all hosting is the same. DreamHost wins best of awards year after year. You get unlimited disk space, unlimited bandwidth, and even the low-cost plans put your sites on high-performance SSDs. Want to know more about what DreamHost has to offer? Go to technightowl.com slash host. Once again, that's technightowl.com slash host. First came Attack of the Rockoids, and it was a critically acclaimed success. And now there's The Coming of the Protectors. A former military intelligence man is contacted by a space woman in a dream. A dream that turns out to be a nightmare, because evil forces on our distant planet are planning to conquer the Earth. This is gripping science fiction of the classic kind. Attack of the Rockoids and The Coming of the Protectors. Find out more at rockoids.com. That's rockoids, R-O-C-K-O-I-D-S, dot com. Dr. Lotto Warburg won the Nobel Prize for discovering how cells breathe. He also discovered how normal cells turn into tumor cells. He discovered the one prime cause of cancer was cellular oxygen deficiency. Dr. Joanna Budwig built upon the work of Dr. Warburg and discovered how to feed the cells to overcome this oxygen deficiency. She found that it was the sulfur in the cottage cheese that would mix with fresh pressed flax oil that the flax oil would become emulsified and more readily absorbed. Flax oil delivered in this manner was able to restore oxygen transfer to all cells of the body. 
Now there's a new method of pressing seed oils that produces the highest quality, zero oxidation, undamaged seed oils. The results on these seed oils alone are amazing. Now add our Life Force Enhanced One World Whey Protein Powder that is much higher in the sulfur amino acids than cottage cheese is, and you have a winning combination to confer health and energy like never before. Call 888-988-3325 or visit sacredseedoils.com. That's sacredseedoils.com. Introducing the fastest growing digital currency company in the world, OneLife. With over 2.1 million members, OneCoin is becoming the most powerful force in digital currency. It reached over a billion dollars in revenue in its first year. No other company has accomplished such an impressive feat. Now you can achieve financial independence with the strength of OneLife. Find out how to build your financial dreams. 877-933-4747. 877-933-4747. Dedicated to helping you create financial abundance. Paid non-attorney spokesperson. Injury help desk is responsible for this advertisement. Principal Office, Las Vegas, Nevada. This ad is not legal advice, and the choice of a lawyer should not be based solely upon advertisement. Services may not be available in all states. Attention prescription antibiotic drug users. Have you or a loved one suffered an aortic dissection, aortic aneurysm, or abdominal aortic aneurysm after taking the prescription antibiotic drugs Levaquin or Avalox? These popular antibiotic drugs have been prescribed more than 80 million times since 2004, and medical studies show an increased risk of the following injuries. Aortic dissection, aortic aneurysm, and abdominal aortic aneurysm. If you or a loved one use the prescription antibiotic drugs Levaquin or Avalox and suffered from aortic dissection, aortic aneurysm, or abdominal aortic aneurysm, you may be entitled to substantial financial compensation. Act now. Time is limited to file a claim. You may be entitled to substantial financial compensation. For a free consultation and free information, call Injury Help Desk at 800-823-3851. 800-823-3851. 800-823-3851. In these uncertain times, it makes sense to have a sustainable backup method to cook food and boil water. If your current plan includes using a fuel-burning stove or cooking over an open fire, then there's a much better way. The Miniman Rocket Stove is a biomass-burning cooking stove that only requires small quantities of sticks and twigs for fuel. The Miniman Stove is easy to use, smokeless, portable, powerful, and sustainable. For the finest in survival cooking stoves and fire starters made right here in the USA, go to MinutemanStove.com. That's MinutemanStove.com. We'd like to hear from you. If you have a comment or question about the Tech Night Owl Live, please send it to news at technightowl.com. That's news at technightowl.com. If you'd like to discuss today's show with fellow night owls, visit our community forums at forum.technightowl.com. That's forum.technightowl.com. Okay, we've got Josh Centers of Tidbits and Take Control Books. So, do you agree with me with my proposition in the last segment about the ultimate wireless goal from Apple, of which we're only partway there? Yeah, well, you know, we made a joke in my iPhone, in our iPhone 7 article that apparently the cost of courage is $169. It's curious that Apple is pushing the narrative that wireless is the future, yet including wired uh, earpods with the iPhone. It seems to me that if they're really on board with this, and, you know, and maybe the, Air, the AirPods are expensive enough where they couldn't do that. But, you know, I, you know, maybe at least just include some, some Bluetooth headphones. I mean, you can buy 
decent Bluetooth headphones, 20, 30 bucks now. I'm actually, I have on order, Tidbits Reader actually suggested a pair of $10 Bluetooth earbuds. So we'll see how those do. But Apple could have very, very easily created something like that. Maybe the reason is they couldn't put it in a nice package that the AirPods come in, you know, for that price. But it just seems odd to me. It's, you know, why say wireless is the future and we're being courageous by pushing this future and then, oh, here, here here's some wired uh, AirPods just uh, with a different connector than before. I suspect they're trying to build something very similar to the standard earphones, Bluetooth, and they want to make manufacturing costs low enough so the price difference in building them is insignificant. When they do that, and possibly with next year's model, you'll get built-in wireless, but not now. Maybe it's $2 different. I don't know. But Apple doesn't want to spend the $2 for people, realizing most won't care. And those that do will get AirPods or somebody else's wireless earphones, just like that. I think maybe that's part of the problem there. Also, you know, Bluetooth, without the added circuitry that Apple's providing with the AirPods, can be a little bit flaky. And Apple doesn't want to use expensive circuitry for no-frills earphones if it's going to be free with one of these products. So maybe that's the reason right there. Also, wireless charging. Now, I remember probably 10 years ago, we did an interview with a company in North Scottsdale, Arizona, and they had a wireless solution where you had to put some kind of backing thing on there And it was wireless in the sense of you place it onto a table or a tray to charge. So it was wireless because you didn't physically plug in something. But wireless means to me, you're not connecting it to anything. It's just a matter of proximity to the charger and doesn't have to be right next to each other. How are the other companies implementing wireless like Samsung and others? Are you talking about in terms of wireless charging or wireless audio? Wireless charging. Audio is obvious. Well, the only the only wireless charging that I'm aware of is, like you said, you you have some sort of uh, internal connector like on the Apple Watch, and you set it down on some sort of mat, and that's the way. But, I mean, you still have a wire. The wire is connected to the mat. As far as I know, there's no Tesla, uh, Nikola Tesla-like system that wirelessly charges a phone through the air. That would be cool. Um, but uh, I'm sure there's probably some reasons you wouldn't want to do that. But, I mean, you know, I'm sort of surprised with the iPhone 7 that they didn't have a charging situation like this because, uh, you know, the Apple Watch charges with a magnetic connector. The only thing I can guess is that either you can't transfer data that way or the data transfer is very, very slow. And so if you had to connect your phone to iTunes, that might be infuriating. You know, if you had to restore... Let's say I was 10 from iTunes, and that's you know almost two gigabytes, and you know trying to transfer that over Bluetooth or uh, or uh, you know a wireless connection might take forever. You know I know the the Watch OS 3 update on my Apple Watch took one two hours something like that. It took much longer than the update on any of my other devices. So that's probably the main reason they they didn't go with that there. And I think it's probably part of the reason why Apple isn't very enthused with that solution because you know you still have the, you have this clumsy mat and you still have to plug that up to power and you lay your stuff on it 
we're at a point now where let's say let's say okay you have a, an iPhone you got to charge that you have an Apple Watch got to charge that you have an iPad Pro got to charge that you have an Apple Pencil that has to be charged you have the AirPods that have to be charged and this is in addition to any other devices you might have I don't know maybe having a big uh, tray table mat on your nightstand might not be the worst thing in the world I still think it'll be messy it's like having multiple remote controls yeah, yeah. I mean, messier even because you know, at least with the remote controls, you don't have a tether to them. Oh well, if we're talking about wireless charging, you know, you only have the one wire. But yeah, it's still yeah. I mean, there's not really a great solution here. I know the current solution that Apple is proposing, which is basically have a big power strip by your bed, charge your AirPod case, your Apple Watch, your iPhone, maybe your iPad. iPad can go a bit longer between charges, but yeah, I mean, you have at least. You know, if you're deep in the Apple ecosystem, you probably have at least three Apple devices you're going to be charging on your nightstand at night. And it just seems like a real pain. What my wife does is she uses a kitchen counter for her charging. She charges her iPad on one of the kitchen counters. She plugs the thing into the wall socket, and that's it. doesn't go through this other nonsense you and I are talking about. I think the point here is that, to me, wireless charging is absurd at this point because all it means is that you're not plugging in a cable you're putting on a charging station and it makes no difference practically speaking you have to connect it to something even if it's sitting on it you know it's like the portaphone you know you have a portable phone and you toss it on the charger and it sits on a cradle so you instead of that you have a flat cradle what's the difference that's not wireless charging to me it is technically because you're not connecting a physical cable. But I think if Apple wants to go there, it's got to be something a lot more elaborate. Yeah. Um, yeah, I mean, you know, I, I'm sure this is one of these things that they're experimenting with in R&D. I, I wouldn't be surprised to walk into the secret Johnny Ive lab and see various wireless chargers on a table somewhere. Because Apple hates wires. And, and let's be honest, this is one of the reasons why they did get rid of the headphone jack and this is one of the reasons why the the macbook uh only has the single USB-C port they hate wires um you know if you walk i mean if you walk into my desk right now well, my desk is a disaster but there are wires everywhere i have a wire for my microphone i have wire for my webcam I have wires connecting external displays and it's it's just really ugly it's really messy you know apple's vision is you have a clean wooden or glass table and you just have the singular computer on top and and your keyboard and mouse wireless and nothing else uh unfortunately that doesn't confine with that doesn't uh, match up with reality yet but um you know this is things we'll just have to wait and see we'll just have to wait and see on that you should look at the patent filings from apple about wireless charging technologies and see if there's a clue there Maybe that will throw people in a direction. This direction is to listen to this. We'll be back with Josh Centers. I'm Gene Steinberg. You're in the Tech Night Ally. You are listening to GCN. Visit GCNlive.com today. 
fully cooked, ready-to-eat bacon. I'm talking thick, meaty, center-cut, presidential bacon. Savory and delicious. I buy some, I use some, I store some. Awesome. No refrigeration needed with a 10-year shelf life. NASA pack technology. Bacon. Fully cooked, fully hydrated, ready-to-eat right from the pack bacon. Or warm and served. Life-saving, ready-to-eat bacon. 10-year shelf life bacon. Ships free at FullyCookedBacon.com. FullyCookedBacon.com. This is an alert. If your business or church is building this year, you're about to pay more than you should. This could mean thousands of dollars more for your office, retail space, church, or warehouse. A general steel building can save you as much as half the cost and time of similar conventional construction. And we're offering rebates of up to $20,000 to help you build today. Call General Steel for free information that could save you thousands. Call 866-91-STEEL. 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 My computer is so slow, it's making me crazy. I used to have that problem. Did you quit using a computer, or did you buy a new one? No, I called Geeks on Site. They made an appointment to visit my home and showed up the same day. You mean they didn't ask you to bring your computer to a shop? That's what happened when I called a support company. Geeks on Site can go to your home or business or even repair your computer online. They have 24-7 emergency service. If you're having problems with your PC or Mac, call Geeks on Site. 1-800-591-1682. Our friendly certified computer repair Repair experts are available 24-7. Call now for a free diagnosis. 1-800-591-1682. Data recovery, virus removal, and maintenance for all laptops, desktops, printers, and networks. That's Geeks on Site for friendly, certified computer repair experts available 24-7 over the phone or in your home or business. Just call 1-800-591-1682. That's 1-800-591-1682. 1-800-591-1682. Are you happy washing your hands with harsh chemicals? Are you happy doing laundry with detergents? Are you happy paying high prices? Find your happiness with Pure Soap. These all-natural, earth-friendly Pure Soaps are the very best you've ever used. Buy in bulk. Get a 12, 36, or 48-month supply. Or get items individually and still save big. You're getting soap products twice as good as what you're using now. Earth-friendly and natural soaps. Your family deserves the best. Happiness is 5starsoap.com. Why not put your money up the drain for a change? See them at 5starsoap.com or call 1-800-340-7091 for a catalog. Cal Bend Soap Company can save you thousands of dollars and give you good old-fashioned real soaps that are triple concentrated. Soaps made from vegetable and coconut oils. See their full selection of soaps at 5starsoap.com. That's F-I-V-E starsoap.com. Or call 1-800-340-7091 for a catalog. Think you're fat? You might just be bloated. Find out by calling now for a free trial of New Biotics, the new breakthrough that flattens bloated bellies fast. For a free trial, call 1-800-990-1243. Strict limit of one per household. I used to be plagued by pot belly and constant bloating. After taking New Biotics, my belly flattened and continues to get flatter. My sense of bloating and discomfort is gone. If you've got a big belly, you might not be fat. You might just be bloated. New Biotics is scientifically formulated with natural ingredients to flatten bloated bellies fast by cleansing pounds of rotting food and toxic sludge from your body. It even combats periodic heartburn and acid reflux. If your belly flattening results are too dramatic, simply reduce use to every other day. Think you might be bloated? See how much flatter New Biotics makes your belly. But hurry, call now for details while we're still giving it away for free. 1-800-990-1243. That's 1-800-990-1243. 1-800-990-1243. 
Live with Gene Steinberg. It's the Tech Night Owl. Because you never know what's going to happen next. Now, we'll get to iOS 10 in a moment because I want to talk about the teething pains. With the iPhone 7, I read the reviews that came out and it was all the same thing. No headphone jack, no headphone jack. As I said, I think that's mostly a non-issue for the largest number of people. The second thing is, well, it looks almost the same as the iPhone 6S. And I still think, why does that make a difference? It shouldn't because it doesn't tell us how well it runs what's inside, what kind of pictures does it take, how long does the battery last. It doesn't matter what it looks like on the outside. In fact, some of the most important developments in iPhone technology came on that alternate year where you had an S revision, which is considered minor, but the iPhone 4S gave us Siri. Remember? The iPhone 5S gave us Touch ID. So even though they were supposedly the years in which the changes would be minor, They had major features. I think a lot of what Apple did with the iPhone 7 is fairly major, but because it doesn't look altogether different, the case, it has to be minor because they can't think in those terms. Yeah, I I have a little thing to say about that. At first, you know, people, you know, and I guess some people are still saying, oh, it's the same iPhones. It's very boring. The design hasn't changed. There's no big whoop feature. Here's the thing, though. You know, for years, people have complained about a couple of things, and I think rightfully so. One, Apple keeps making the phone thinner and lighter at the expense of battery life. Two, Apple brings out these features that are like artificial software limitations. Like Siri might be a good example. You know, it worked on on the iPhone 4S, wouldn't work on the iPhone 4, probably not a real good reason why. Um, other than just to sell phones, right? Here you have the iPhone 7. It's the same size and shape as the 6. The battery is actually much larger because it maintained that same shape that made the battery more efficient. And because they ditched the headphone jack, they could actually cram a larger battery in there. So you get even more battery life than you probably would have if they just kept the same incremental upgrade, right? So not thinner, not lighter, way more battery. That's what people wanted. There's no, like, artificial feature that, you know, isn't tied to hardware in some way. You do have the new camera features in the Plus. You have certain, you have new camera features in the 7 even. They're actually tied to the sensor. It's not like they just said, oh, well, we decided to hold this feature back. I can't remember which feature it was. There was some feature, maybe it was iOS 9 that did this, but there are certain features that would work in the iPad Mini, but not the iPad 2. And even though they have the exact same internals, just one's bigger, one's smaller. There was none of that. There's no artificial limitation here. You know, at first, yeah, it was a little disappointing. Oh, okay, not a new form factor, no, you know, huge breaking feature. Well, I think the AirPods might be that. But, you know, the iPhone itself is kind of boring, but that's what people wanted. That's what people kept asking for. Give us bigger battery. Don't, don't just limit things. And that's what they did, you know, and uh, people seem to be buying it. I mean, if if the tech press isn't impressed, well, you know, honestly, who cares? As long as people are buying the phones, that's all Apple cares about. And it looks to me like there are a lot of big changes. The other thing, of course, is the solid state home button. And I read an article a while back that a lot of people living in poorer countries who buy iPhones use the assistive touch feature 
because they want to preserve the home button. They feel it's used a lot if it gets damaged, so it costs a lot of money to fix. So they don't want to use it if they can help it. Now we have a solid-state version. Does that make people like that happier and more inclined to buy an iPhone? Because now we have one more possible source of needed repair, source of failure that's eliminated. Yeah, I, I remember reading that in John Gruber's overview of the iPhone 7. I was, I was sort of fascinated by that. And uh, I actually wrote an article a few years ago for Tidbits about how to use the assistive touch feature because my brother-in-law, his his home button actually broke. I can't remember if it was the home button or the sleep-wake button. I'd have to check the article. But anyway, one of those buttons broke. And so I had to help help him set up assistive touch uh, so he could do that. So, so it was interesting to read that that's an actual fear. I've never known of a home button actually wearing out. Maybe it happened in the past. I know on, I think, the iPhone 4, I got some crumbs or something stuck in it. it hasn't happened on my 6. I don't think that happened on my 5. So um, they have gotten more reliable. But so I can kind of understand where they got the idea that the home button wears out. I'll be curious to see how this new uh, force touch fake uh, home button feels. The reviews I've heard so far indicate that Unlike, you know, if you buy the Magic Trackpad, like the Force Touch Magic Trackpad, or the, um, I think the Magic Mouse also uses this Force Touch technology now. If you get, like, one of the newer uh, MacBooks, I've used all these devices, you click them, you cannot tell a difference. It feels just like the real button. When you click, from my, my understanding, is when you click the home button on the iPhone 7, it doesn't actually feel like a click. It actually feels like the device itself buzzes. It's not quite as seamless as some of their other implementations. And there may be a reason for this. You know, I'll be curious to see, because one of the things Apple said, they're actually releasing an API so developers can do things with that Taptic Engine with the home button and make the home button do different things. I don't quite know what that's going to mean. I don't know if, like, your home button is going to talk to you in Morse code or something. But they sit on stage that developers are doing some really cool stuff with it. So... Uh, yeah, they'll be they'll be fun to find out. Remember, it could also turn on subspace radio. Yes, yes. <laughs> Just do that and engage. All right, I don't know why I even brought that up. I guess it's because it's fifty years of Star Trek. Does that mean anything to you, Josh? Fifty years of Star Trek. That's a lot of Star Trek. I, I can't believe At, it's that old. Oh, well, I'm that old, so I remember. But over all those years, William Shatner never said on the show or in the movies, beam me up, Scotty. He said, Scotty, beam me up. Mm-hmm. There, there are a lot of things like that. Like uh, Mr. T never actually said, I pity the fool. Seinfeld never actually said, who are these people? You know, but people just get these things in their head, uh, probably usually from parodies and, and think of as an actual things said. Well, of course, Mr. T always said fool. In different ways. Right. And Shatner did say Scotty, and he did say beam me up, but just not quite in the way that people think. So that just tells you the writers didn't quite nail the phrase. What it tells you is that you've turned these phrases into pop culture. And once people experience pop culture, they change it in accordance with what they want. And therefore, you get summaries or feelings about what Shatner said, or about what Shatner said. Sorry about that. 
There was a quote. <laughs> now, now, one of the best Star Trek movies, of course, Star Trek II Wrath of Khan. And Nicholas Meyer said that the way to get the best performance from Shatner was basically to do as many takes as possible. So by the time he's on take eight or something, his ego is no longer present. He just wants to get through it. So he doesn't have that guard. He doesn't put up that face, and therefore he gets a better, more responsible, more personal performance. That's how we got good performances from Shatner. Isn't that an interesting just, trick? Just wear him down. You wear him down so the affected nature of the way he speaks is not always obvious. And if you look at the movie, that's one of Shatner's best performances. He also shared no scenes with Ricardo Montalban Khan. No scenes, even though they talk back and forth. They actually never appeared together. It's very possible they filmed it and never talked to each other. I don't know whether they knew each other or not. But that would be very interesting. Of course, that's pretty common. It's almost like the scene in Good Wife, where you had these two actors who had a scene in a bar to say goodbye, and they were in different places at different times, and they had to stitch them together with a blue screen. Hmm. I don't know why we get into this we got more to talk about. Also, iOS 10. I want to talk about that with Josh Centers. Because he wrote the book, or at least one book, which is out now called iOS 10, a take control crash course. So we'll crash into the next segment of the Tech Night Out Live. Thank you for listening to GCN. Be sure to visit GCNlive.com today. The award-winning Graphic Converter 10, the universal genius for photo editing apps on your Mac. Join over one and a half million loyal users for the Swiss Army Knife app. It gives you all the features that you expect. And most important, it's easy to use. You can get it for just $39.95 from www.lemkeysoft.com. That's www.lemkesoft.com. Do you need a website? Well, you can get a great deal on hosting services with Namecheap's legendary coupon code. They're offering substantial hosting discounts on shared hosting, business hosting, VPS hosting, reseller hosting, and even dedicated servers. Namecheap is preferred by millions. It's backed by a money-back guarantee. Use the coupon code LEGENDARY to cash in on the special deal at Namecheap.com, Namecheap.com. Looking for that edge during those intimate moments? We see many ads for enhancement, but the side effects include death. At GCN Team, we should change the Healthy Body Brain and Heart Pack to the Healthy Libido Pack. The brain and heart are not the only organs that require a healthy vascular system. For proper blood flow at the right moment, go to GCNteam.com or call 877-878-4203. That's 877-878-4203. That's 877-878-4203. Paid non-attorney spokesperson Adam Pulaski of the Pulaski Law Firm with principal office in Houston, Texas is the attorney responsible for the content of this ad. This ad is not legal advice and the choice of a lawyer should not be based solely upon advertisement. Services may not be available in all states. Attention Zarelto users. If you or a loved one took Zarelto and suffered a serious bleeding event, you may be entitled to financial compensation. Zarelto is a popular prescription blood thinner used to prevent blood clots and protect patients from strokes. These serious bleeding events have led to numerous cases of hospitalization and even death. Phone lines are open 24-7. Call 800-261-0937. That's 800-261-0937.
Has neck, back, or shoulder pain got you down? Go to sunshine-pillows.com and get soothing comfort, support, and pain relief fast. Their microwavable heat therapy pillows and wraps treat neck and shoulder pain, reduce stress, and relax the soul. An ergonomic pillow from Sunshine Pillows supports your head and neck on long trips or when simply resting at home. Be good to yourself. Visit sunshine-pillows.com. sunshine-pillows.com. Warning. If you're drowning in debt you can't afford, do not let the credit card companies trick you into thinking that you have to pay it all back because you don't. What the credit card companies don't want you to know is that there's actually a way to get debt-free without paying off your entire debt or going bankrupt. If you have $5,000 or more in credit card debt, you now have the right to settle that debt for a fraction of what you owe. For free information, call Credit Associates now. 1-800-954-9674. We'll even show you how much money you could save. If you can't afford to pay off all your debt, do not let the credit card companies trick you into thinking that you have to. Call Credit Associates now for free information on how to get debt-free faster than you ever thought possible without debt consolidation or bankruptcy. We depend on your success and offer a guarantee, so there's no risk. For free information, call now, 1-800-954-9674. That's 1-800-954-9674. 1-800-954-9674. We use mobile devices right against our bodies every day, but growing scientific evidence has emerged showing serious health risks associated with exposure to EMF radiation emitted from these devices. The solution is Defender Shield, the most effective mobile radiation shielding ever developed. Defender Shield blocks virtually 100% of EMF radiation from cell phones, tablets, and laptops and starts at just $64.99. Buy now at DefenderShield.com. For 10% off, use promo code GCN. DefenderShield.com, the worldwide leader in mobile radiation shielding. you know what's going to happen next? Well, here's the Tech Night Owl, live with Gene Steinberg. Josh Centers, iOS 10, a take control, crash course. I can't do that. If I did, I'd make that kind of money that he made. But seriously speaking, the thing that I guess upset some people is for the first hour that iOS 10 was available for download, some people had problems. Yeah, I actually uh, warned people on Twitter about it, and I even posted to, to our Tidbits Talk mailing list to, in all caps, do not download this update yet, because, yeah, there were reports all over social media that it was bricking devices. Um, and, and for people I, I know and trust, uh, we're having real problems with it. Uh, I'm, not, I'm not sure if all my friends even got, got it installed eventually or not. They may have had to go to the Apple Store. Um, so I think the issue is, now of course I've been, I was on the beta all summer, and uh, I installed the, the Golden Master, which is the, the final release. Usually it is the actual release. I installed that uh, about a week ago, uh, just after the the Apple event, and uh, I noticed a curious thing. It was version ten point zero point one, 
my theory is because people who got the update over iTunes also seem to get 10.0.1, and then the update that pushed over over the air later was 10.0.1, I think they they flipped the wrong switch. They hit a 10.0.0, which is usually where you know iOS would start at, like 9.0, 8.0, etc. I think there was some kind of problem that was causing bricking in 10.0.0. They accidentally pushed that instead of the fixed 10.0.1. Once they figured out what it was, it didn't take long to fix it because all they did was just push the wrong version. But, of course, at that point, a lot of people had, had already bricked their devices. Now, my understanding it was is that if you did bricked it with 10.0.0, if you updated the latest version of iTunes on your Mac or your PC, you plugged in there, it would offer to do a restore, but it wouldn't actually have to restore it entirely. It could, it could actually just fix the software. Thankfully, I, I didn't have that problem. So if you did have that problem and somehow you still haven't fixed your phone or your iPad or whatever – and you don't want to take it to an Apple store, just connect it to iTunes, should be fine. Apple had this problem before with a faulty update. So iOS 8.0.1 bricked the iPhone 6, 6 Plus, I believe. And again, an hour later, Apple realized something was wrong and they fixed it. And the solution was the same, to restore the phone with iTunes or something, or bring it over to your friendly neighborhood, Apple Genius, if one is in your neighborhood, and let them do it. Of course, you see, when I speak about Apple geniuses, I have a mixed feeling about them, and some listeners know about this. The reason being that before we had Apple Genius providing free support, I provided that support to people in and around Phoenix. Of course, I charged for it, as I should. But when Apple came along, within a couple of years, that business was gone. It's kind of like desktop publishing and traditional typesetting. When I worked in traditional typesetting, I made good bucks, but working with a Mac, it was harder to get the same amount of money because they kind of dumbed it down so anyone could do it. Not that you still don't have to be skilled, but that's a story. Okay, so Apple pulled this thing again. Kind of embarrassing, but there's no permanent damage there. Okay, past that, the version, the public beta and developers got... That version, 10.0.1, is the final version. It's the version that's available now. That doesn't always happen. Like, for example, there's also a Golden Master Seed of Mac OS Sierra, and that's coming out next week. Will it be the same one that we downloaded last week and installed? I don't know. Did I tell you this before we go on with iOS 10? That last week I talked to Bob Levitas. And about an hour before I did that, I updated my iMac to Mac OS Sierra, the Golden Master. Before that, I had it on a right. second partition, so I cleared the partition, and I did this knowing I had a MacBook Pro. I could do the interview there. I did, and it's working pretty good. But I, you know, I figured I'm just going to go for it because I had a way to restore. Yeah, I'm actually going to try um, after Sierra comes out. I've I've had some problems with my iMac actually ever since I got it because. I transferred an install from my MacBook Pro, and that had started on, I think, 10.8 Mountain Lion. Uh, there's all these old settings and stuff, and just a lot of really wonky things kind of go wrong with it. I mean, it works day to day, but so I'm actually going to try a clean install. I'm probably going to take an entire day and just wipe the thing down, install Sierra from scratch, do the migration assistant, just import, you know, not libraries, not settings, anything else just my data and my my account 
So, so that should be interesting. I've been planning to do this for years. Uh, I think I'm actually going to do it this time. Let's talk about iOS 10. Let's focus on that strictly here. All right. Okay. If I'm updating to iOS 10, we'll get to the Mac thing maybe before we end this segment. I'm upgrading to the new iOS. Anything I should watch out for, or is it pretty seamless? We're forgetting the the installer that's been fixed. Mm-hmm. Well, I use my wife as kind of the, the test case for this. And what um, does she think of that? Uh, she, she's fine with it because she, she's she's in a good place. She's not a, an expert, but she knows enough to, to get around and to figure things out. Um, so I always like seeing her take on things. And she updated to iOS 10 last night over the air, um, just sitting on the couch. And it was a drama-free update. Uh, no problems. I think she had, you know, you have to do a little bit of the setup stuff uh, when you first uh install any new version of ios but that was pretty painless and uh haven't heard any complaints the only thing i would warn people about and and she didn't even see to seem to get stuck on this at all but the swipe to unlock is gone because now if you swipe from left to right and of course i talk all about this in the crash course book if you swipe left to right, you come to the widgets screen. The widgets have been broken away from Notification Center, and now they're in the lock screen and in the home screen. And they're also still Notification Center. So that, that you know, and that's been around since 2007, since the first iPhone. So that's kind of a change. Although if you're on Touch ID, you probably won't notice that too much. Um, the other change, there is a setting where you can change it back to the old behavior, but I don't recommend doing that. So the new the new thing is, old way with Touch ID, you just put your finger on the sensor and it unlocked the phone. And it just whoop, took you right to the home screen. Some people even complained with the 6S that the Touch ID sensor and the 6S was so fast they never actually saw their lock screen. So what Apple has done, because they've added all this stuff to the lock screen, you have the widgets, you have uh, these new smart notifications. I haven't seen many of those yet, but I'm sure they'll come. Um, they're trying to make the lock screen more useful. And so sometimes when you do stuff with these smart notifications or you do stuff with widgets, it needs some kind of authentication for security purposes. Well, before, if you'd scanned a Touch ID, it would have just taken you to the home screen and what would the point of having those things on the lock screen be? So now, to unlock your phone or your iPad or whatever with Touch ID, you first have to scan your finger and then there's a little lock icon at the top of the screen. And you'll see it says it'll say unlocked and then vanish. And then you can press the home button to unlock. You can practice this move where you, you tap, press in the home button, release before Siri gets pulled up, and it'll take you right to the home screen. But the, the reasoning behind this is, like, for instance, if you go to the widget screen and you scroll down and you tap edit to change up your widgets, well, they want some kind of authentication. They don't want just some goober who picked your phone up off the street to start messing with your widgets. So you have to scan your finger with Touch ID or your enter your PIN, and then you can adjust your, your widgets directly from the home screen without actually having to leave the home screen and enter – keep saying home screen. I meant the lock screen. You can do all that from the lock screen without having to go into the home screen. So that's the reasoning behind it. Now, there is a setting under uh, settings general accessibility, that uh, home button. That will let you just rest your finger on the Touch ID sensor to completely unlock the phone. And if you need that, by all means, use that. I would try the new way first because there is a rationale for it. Apple didn't just do this to be 
user hostile. There's actually a very real reason why that is, and they're trying to make that lock screen more useful. Okay, so Apple doesn't just do this to torture people. <laughs> Sometimes, but in this case, no. That's good to know. That really is, or as someone once said, that's good to know. I'm, I can't do it. I mean, if I could <laughs> do it, do you remember know. that you have to realize that when Shatner started doing those Priceline commercials, he took his payment in stock, which last I heard is worth hundreds of millions of dollars. He had to be the richest Star Trek guy on the planet. Josh Centers doesn't care about any of this. He knows better. I'm Gene Steinberg. You're in the Tech Night Out Live. Thank you for listening to GCN. Be sure to visit GCNlive.com today. Attack of the Rockoids has been well-received by critics and readers alike. It's a -a thrill-a-minute story you'll never forget. A former U.S. military intelligence officer is haunted by intense dreams about a beautiful woman pleading for his help after a terrible battle in outer space. But the dreams turn out to be true and thrust him into a telepathic love affair with a woman whose faraway planet is intent on destroying the Earth. And now the gripping tale continues in The Coming of the Protectors. It's the second book of the Rockoids trilogy, a galaxy-spanning adventure that pits our hapless heroes against powerful, fanatical enemies that threaten the lives of freedom-loving beings everywhere. Attack of the Rockoids and The Coming of the Protectors, classic science fiction at its best, available now. For more details, visit rockoids.com. That's R-O-C-K-O-I-D-S dot com. Hunters, anglers, campers, and survivalists. Get back to nature. Expand your horizons with the highest quality, most versatile, unique slingshots and slingbows on the market at slingbow.com. Slingbow products are compact and models start from just $17.98. They're perfect for your bug out bag or storing in your vehicle. Give yourself and your loved ones the excitement and tradition of Slingbow. A new frontier in archery and truly modern twist on this primitive survival tool. Feel the thrill only at slingbow.com. This is David Cordani, CEO of Cigna. For more than 20 years, Cigna has worked with the March of Dimes to address premature births in the U.S. Premature births cause horrible suffering and cost billions of dollars each year. That's why Cigna is committed to raising funds and awareness through our employees, family, and friends to improve the health of moms and babies. Please join us in supporting the March for Babies. Start your team today at marchforbabies.org. Welcome back to the Tech Night Owl Live, where you never know what's going to happen next. And now, here's Gene Steinberg. Now, slide to unlock, wasn't that one of the features that Apple sued Samsung over? Yeah, yeah, it, that's been a while, but yeah, I believe you're right, because they, they said it was like a trademark or something. But you see, like anything else, especially Apple, nothing is permanent with Apple. They'll change things on a dime or on a slide or on a whatever. But do you think here that's going to be the biggest source of customer complaints or questions? 
Why is this different now? Yeah, sure. It's although oddly enough, I haven't heard any complaints yet. I have heard some people say it's a they're still getting used to it, but I haven't heard anyone just straight out say uh, this is bad. Now I've seen some articles online that say here's how to switch the Touch ID behavior to the old behavior, but I and I, I've been preaching this on Twitter. You know, it's it's good they have the setting there, but but there's a reason. Don't go changing it unless you have like I mean, if you have like something with your thumb, or you have some kind of motor impairment. Yeah, you probably you might need that, but you know, there, there's a reason why they did it this way. Well, and also I think it'll be easier on the seven because you don't actually have to. I guess you don't have to actually press in the home button. So I guess if you just put your thumb or whatever on the home button and press in a bit, it'll probably unlock. I'll be curious to find out how that works exactly. There you go. Apple, you know, changes things on iOS 10 in addition, of course, to the changes they made with regard to the iPhone 7. Okay, so let's look at the features that we have on iOS 10. And some people think that messages is a big deal. I don't. I don't have time to sit here with fancy formatting and icons and all that silliness. I think it is silliness. I think if I'm 15 years old, maybe. It's silly, yes. For some people, it'll probably even be annoying. But uh, it's it's been fun for me so far. Of course, I've mostly been messaging other beta testers to test things out but my wife she took to these new features immediately and we're both in our 30s so we're not exactly teenagers and i mean we've been trading stickers and tap backs and uh digital touch things and all that sort of nonsense all day and in fact i think she's already bought four or five different sticker packs the sticker packs are like the new app store boom uh they're very popular it's funny people aren't willing to spend five dollars on a quality constructed app but they will spend five bucks on a sticker pack and and be excited about it so it's just curious how human psychology works but um so far it seems like a big hit for apple and it's uh, it's a nice draw to the iphone because it it makes you know that built-in messaging is so much fun now well, as I say, if you're in your 30s or you're 30 like my son is, that's strange. You're only a few years older than my son. Gus, stop to think about that. I am old enough to be your father. <laughs> oh, well. All right, so I understand. Younger people get used to it. We old people who don't care still won't care, but there it is. For everyone or a good cross-section of users... What do you think are the most important improvements of iOS 10? Oh, most important improvements. I think the the new notification stuff is good. The messages stuff is big, although, like you said, for most people, it won't be uh, that big of a deal. I think uh, the biggest improvements come to three apps that a lot of people dislike, and that's music, news, and music, news. What's the other one? I'm (laughs) I'm blanking. So I think the biggest improvements are to to three key apps outside of messages. Um, it's photos, uh, not much changed in. Well, I, I don't want to say not much changes. There's there's some big changes in photos. There is this new facial recognition, which leads to um, uh, there's a new face album, so you can sort people by faces. There's all this new AI stuff, and it, it works really well. You can actually search 
for like trees and it'll it'll bring up results like oak trees christmas trees palm trees it can actually tell different kinds of trees and even dog breeds apart it's very impressive and it uses this uh ai stuff to create what's called memories and if you're like me you take hundreds or thousands of picked photos you have them all in your iphone your uh, icloud photo library uh, you don't remember to go back and, and check on them. Well, memories every day, it, it puts together images that are either related by date, you know, and usually it's like on this day in 2014 or something like that, or it'll put them together by location or even by the people who are in the picture. Um, it actually created one yesterday. I'd never seen this before where it was like me, my wife, uh, my, my wife, my son, and myself. It was pictures of the three of us together, and that kind of blew my mind. So that's a pretty big thing. There's also a new details view where you can see, uh, if you look at a picture, you look at the details view, you can see related pictures, you can see where the picture was taken, you can see the people in the picture. It's very cool. Um, the music app gets an enormous improvement. And Apple Music, I actually find worth recommending now because the new app is so nice, so sharp. And there's a couple of new playlists. Um, there's one that's like new music for you, and there's another one that's like, um, like a, a playlist of songs Apple knows you like, and they've finally taken advantage of all this data they've been collecting for the past decade or more. And they and they really know, like if you've been using iTunes for a long time, even if you haven't rated songs, they really know what you like. It's a, almost, it's spooky. It works even better than, than Spotify's weekly Discover playlist. And both of these playlists that Apple Music now has are updated uh, once a week, one on Wednesday, one on Friday. The news app, is so much better now. It's actually fast. It looks a lot better. Um, they've added notifications to it. You can actually subscribe to publications from inside news. Um, so those are a couple there. Those are three apps that see a lot of improvement. Mail gets some small improvements that I think for me are massive. Like for they've changed how threading works. So now in the message list, you can tap a little button and expand the thread. My personal favorite feature of iOS 10, it's small it, It's small for most people, it's huge for me, but I could, it finally displays the messages you sent in an email thread now. It, it, up until now, it didn't do that, unlike Gmail, which you know shows all the messages in a thread. And the problem I would have, I would send a, I'd be on a mailing list, I would send an email, and then I, like a couple hours later, I'd check on my phone, I'm like, wait, did I send that? And if no one rep- responded to it, I'm like, oh, I must have forgot to send that email, I would send it again. So now you can see every message in an email thread. There's also um, some new filtering features. Um, you can unsubscribe from mailing lists with a single tap, uh, which is super nice. Um, trying to think of the other stuff. Uh, Notes has collaboration features now, which is nice. Uh, kind of bare bones, but it's nice. There's also, um, you can now del- will not delete exactly. You can remove built-in apps you may not want. Like a lot of people, for some reason, despise the Stocks app. So you can get rid of Stocks. I personally hate the Tips app because it has notifications. So you, you can say bye-bye to Tips. And you can reinstall those from the App Store if you just search for them, if you delete them by accident. So there's if you go to tidbits.com, we have 10 tips for iOS 10. And this is one of the tips. And I have the full list. And, of course, if you buy iOS 10 and take control of Crash Course, have the full list of those apps you can delete in there. And um, finally, there's a new accessibility feature I really like. It's called Magnify, uh, or it's called the Magnifier. And if you turn this on, 
triple press your home button and you turn your iPhone basically into a magnifying glass and there's a shutter button because this app looks a lot like the camera. You press the shutter button, it actually freezes uh, what you're looking at in place. And if your hands are kind of shaky and it looks all blurry, you tap it again. And I guess it actually records video or it takes multiple pictures, but it actually zips back a bit um, and it, it finds like a sharp image of wherever you're capturing. So that, that's a really neat feature. My personal favorite feature um, outside of the mail thing, but my new favorite app is this uh, app called Home. Let's and talk about Home in our next segment. One more segment. And we'll also figure out what it is that Josh is talking about. What's he doing strange, different with this session? We have Josh Centers of Tidbits and Take Control Books. His new book is iOS 10, a Take Control Crash Course. I'm Gene Steinberg. You're in the Tech Night Out Live. The award-winning Graphic Converter 10, the universal genius for photo editing apps on your Mac. Join over one and a half million loyal users for the Swiss Army Knife app. It gives you all the features that you expect. And most important, it's easy to use. You can get it for just $39.95 from www.lemkesoft.com. That's www.lemkesoft.com. Do you need a website? Well, you can get a great deal on hosting services with Namecheap's legendary coupon code. They're offering substantial hosting discounts on shared hosting, business hosting, VPS hosting, reseller hosting, and even dedicated servers. Namecheap is preferred by millions. It's backed by a money-back guarantee. Use the coupon code LEGENDARY to cash in on the special deal at Namecheap.com, Namecheap.com. Are you happy washing your hands with harsh chemicals? Are you happy doing laundry with detergents? Are you happy paying high prices? Find your happiness with Pure Soap. These all-natural, earth-friendly Pure Soaps are the very best you've ever used. Buy in bulk. Get a 12, 36, or 48-month supply. Or get items individually and still save big. You're getting soap products twice as good as what you're using now. Earth-friendly and natural soaps. Your family deserves the best. Happiness is 5starsoap.com. Why not put your money up the drain for a change? See them at 5starsoap.com or call 1-800-340-7091 for a catalog. Cal Ben Soap Company can save you thousands of dollars and give you good old-fashioned real soaps that are triple concentrated. Soaps made from vegetable and coconut oils. See their full selection of soaps at 5starsoap.com. That's F-I-V-E starsoap.com. Or call 1-800-340-7091 for a catalog. Worried about lead, fluoride, and other contaminants in your drinking water? Get a ProPure with the Pro 1G 2.0 cleanable reusable filter and remove up to 200 contaminants. Drink water the way nature meant it to be clean, crisp, and refreshing. See the complete line of ProPure products, including the new ProMax shower filter. There's a ProPure for you. Visit your authorized ProPure dealer for details or ProPureUSA.com. That's P R O P U R U S A.com. Are you worried about your mom or dad living alone in their house? Hi, I'm Joan London. Listen, I know how difficult it is to find senior care for someone you love. 
That's why I recommend a free service called A Place for Mom. They are the nation's largest senior living referral service. Call A Place for Mom today. To receive free information on senior living communities in your area, call A Place for Mom at 1-800-704-6182. A Place for Mom offers free one-on-one advice from local advisors and a personalized list of senior living communities you can visit. If you have questions about senior care for your mom or dad, there's a place for answers, a place for mom. Call A Place for Mom in the next 10 minutes to get your free ebook on financing senior care as well as free information on senior living communities in your area. Call 1-800-704-6182. That's 1-800-704-6182. In these uncertain times, it makes sense to have a sustainable backup method to cook food and boil water. If your current plan includes using a fuel-burning stove or cooking over an open fire, then there's a much better way. The Minuteman Rocket Stove is a biomass-burning cooking stove that only requires small quantities of sticks and twigs for fuel. The Minuteman Stove is easy to use, smokeless, portable, powerful, and sustainable. For the finest in survival cooking stoves and fire starters made right here in the USA, go to MinutemanStove.com. That's MinutemanStove.com. We'd like to hear from you. If you have any thoughts or comments about the Tech Night Owl Live, please get in touch at news at technightowl.com. That's news at technightowl.com. Looking for past episodes? We've got hundreds at technightowl.com slash radio. That's technightowl.com slash radio. Or subscribe on iTunes. We have a special deal for you, such a deal. We offer a version of this show without commercials, free of network ads. For a modest subscription fee, simply go to plus.technightowl.com, P-L-U-S dot I interrupted Josh Centers in our last segment. Respond to the second part of what issue you were bringing up. Then I will ask you what you're doing that's strange or different about this episode. All right. So um, the home app, since iOS 8, well, with, with iOS 8, Apple introduced a framework called HomeKit that works with home automation devices. Of course, these devices have to be designed for HomeKit. They have to be authorized by Apple. It, it took a while to get that going. It, you know, it was sort of a chicken or egg thing. And for a long time, the only way you could use HomeKit to interact with these things was either Siri or if you got a third-party HomeKit controller. Well, Home is a built-in HomeKit controller in iOS 10. I have the Philips Hue smart light bulbs, and they work with HomeKit. The Home app for those is phenomenal. And the best thing is the control center is split into three panes. The third pane doesn't show up unless you have HomeKit devices. But that third pane lets you control all of your HomeKit devices from control center. So I have Hue lights in my living room, in my bedroom, in my son's bedroom, and in my office. So right now, if I wanted to turn on the light in my office, I could just pick up my phone, pull up Control Center, tap that. I could press and hold on the the icon for that light, and there's a little slider that lets me adjust the brightness. And there's also adjustments. I can change the the color. This is just a white bulb, so there's like uh, you can change the temperature and things like that in the white bulbs. It's really cool. So if you've if you've been curious about home automation, if you've been curious about HomeKit, now is the time to really start buying into it. And the Philips Hue bulbs are, I think, the best way to start because they're non-threatening. If something goes wrong, you just flip the switch, turn them off, turn them back on again, and they're reset usually. 
kind of hard to screw up. If, if hackers somehow hack into your Hue bulbs, there's not a whole lot they can do. Worst comes to worst, you unplug the hub and the regular LED light bulbs. <laughs> All right. Sounds fun to me. Right now, where I'm living now, we have a remote control for an overhead light and fan combo. Of course, this is too old to have that integrate with HomeKit. It means two remotes, one for each, one for the living room, one for the bedroom. What can I say? I wish it wasn't there. I just prefer the regular light switch. I'm not really sold on HomeKit yet. Maybe I would be. All right, what are you doing with this episode that's so new, so different? Here's the trick. Uh, So whenever I do your show, Gene, I always use my professional-grade Sony MDR-V6 headphones. I'm still using those. But here's the trick. They are now wireless. I used a device. um, I'm actually going to review this for tidbits. I'm rounding up devices to help bypass the headphone jack. You have to use the headphone jack. And this is a device by, I can't remember the company, but anyway, it's it's called a Smart Bean. They sell them on Amazon for about 25 bucks. It looks like the old iPod Shuffle, the one without a screen or anything, the one that's just buttons. Maybe that's how the current one looks. I, don't, I haven't looked at an iPod in forever. But, um, and you plug your wired headphones into this thing, and it's a Bluetooth transmitter. And so you can then connect the transmitter to your Mac, like I've done now, to your iPhone, to your iPad. Um, and you can you don't have to use the headphone jack in those devices. You can even use this. It's such a versatile gadget. If you have an auxiliary in on your car stereo, you can you can get a mail-to-mail headphone jack wire and connect the smart bean to your car stereo, and you can do that over Bluetooth. The, the genius of this little device is... Uh, first of all, huge battery life. I charged it for a couple hours before the show. I didn't intend to do this. It just sort of happened. Like time snuck up on me. I'm like, okay, well, I guess I'll use the wireless thing on Gene's show. So it has, uh, I think, something like 300 hours. It has, it has a ridiculous standby life and a very good battery life in general. It's it's a little larger than a quarter. Uh, it's very light. It clips to your belt. So just a really neat device, and any set, and I can't tell any difference in sound quality. So if you have a wired pair of Beats or a wired pair of uh, you know Sony headphones or any kind of nice headphones, you just plug them into this. Uh, you connect to Bluetooth, and the genius of it is is that you can just change headphones all you want. It doesn't change the Bluetooth connection. So if you're listening to your wired headphones with a smart bean, and you get in your car. You just plug that into your auxiliary port and play your music in, and you just pick right up where you left off. No repairing or anything else. So if you're really concerned about uh, the lack of a headphone jack, get this little smart bean device. It It's just amazing. And at $20, $25, bucks, it's, it seems like a pretty great deal. And I have to tell you, I hear no difference at all in talking to Josh. Perfectly good, clear connection. Yes, it seems to have passed the test. Well, you see, mine's more complicated because I'm using an analog mic plugged into a mixer with a USB output. So I can't do what you can do. I guess I could, yeah. I also have a USB mic. And oh, I see, I use a USB mic. So if you can plug a 3.5 millimeter headphone jack into your mixer... Even with an adapter, you could use a smart bean with it. Huh. You'll send me the listing. Maybe we'll talk to the people and have them 
help us check it out. Just right now, as a matter of fact, I'm using for my audio, instead of my Bose speakers, I'm using the internal speakers on my 27-inch iMac and a system enhancer, a system sound enhancer called Boom 2. Ever hear of it? Oh, yeah. Yes. It makes a fair amount of difference. It's not as good as the Bose speakers, but the Bose speakers, the USB speakers, they use a lot of power. And in this new home office at the new place, I run that and the laser printer and the multifunction printer, when the laser printer fires up to print a document, sometimes it knocks the circuit breaker off. And I haven't had the problem since I put the Bose out of the picture because I'd rather put up with slightly inferior sound quality. Maybe I can get some other speakers to evaluate here and get my laser printing done. <laughs> all right, all right. Because laser printers really, really drag that current. And at the time that they sort of power up to output something, that few seconds or second where they power up, sometimes it will trip a breaker. It happens with people, hmm. by the way. Brother printers, it happens. As a matter of fact, Brother gave me a special firmware that I had to download from Parallel's desktop with the Windows 10 virtual machine and Brother's Windows utilities in order to get this thing to work. So it was pretty huh. crazy. Oh, yeah, I got to go through a lot just for the show. Most of my other stuff doesn't use much power at all. Anyway, we're going to power down here with Josh. Tell our listeners where we can find more of your stuff. You can buy iOS 10 and Take Control Crash Course at TakeControlBooks.com. It's a great book. I just scanned it, and it's got a lot of great hints. And I learned a few things I didn't know, and I've been running iOS 10 since the very beginning of the beta cycle. Josh Sanders, thanks for joining us on the Tech Night Out Live. Thanks for having me, Gene. Thank you for listening to GCN. Visit GCNlive.com today. Hunters, anglers, campers, and survivalists. Get back to nature. Expand your horizons with the highest quality, most versatile, unique slingshots and sling bows on the market at slingbow.com. Slingbow products are compact and models start from just $17.98. They're perfect for your bug out bag or storing in your vehicle. Give yourself and your loved ones the excitement and tradition of Slingbow. A new frontier in archery and truly modern twist on this primitive survival tool. Feel the thrill only at slingbow.com. Looking for that edge during those intimate moments? We see many ads for enhancement, but the side effects include death. At GCN Team, we should change the Healthy Body Brain and Heart Pack to the Healthy Libido Pack. The brain and heart are not the only organs that require a healthy vascular system. For proper blood flow at the right moment, go to GCNTeam.com or call 877-878-4203. That's 877-878-4203. That's 877-878-4203. Today, how to incorporate your business in just 10 minutes so you won't lose everything if you get sued. Step one, stop putting it off. If you're not incorporated and someone sues your business tomorrow, it's not just your business at risk. You can lose everything, your home, your car, even your life savings. Step two, call the following number for a free 10-minute incorporation guide from incorporate.com. 1-800-914-6977. They don't provide legal or financial advice. They just make incorporating quick and easy. 
so you can incorporate or form an LLC in just 10 minutes. That number again is 1-800-914-6977. Step three, congratulate yourself. By taking just 10 minutes to incorporate your business or form an LLC, you protected your home, your car, and your life savings. And that is how you incorporate your business in just 10 minutes. But hurry while they're still giving away these 10-minute incorporation guides for free. Call 1-800-914-6977. That's 1-800-914-6977. Hello, I'm Mike Lindell, the inventor of MyPillow. And like all of you out there, I had problems sleeping. Pillows would go flat. I would flip-flop all night long. I would wake up with a sore neck, maybe a headache, or feel like I needed a nap even though I slept eight hours. When I invented MyPillow, I wanted it to where you can move the patented fill to give you the exact support you need as an individual, regardless of sleep position. MyPillow will get you into that deep REM sleep faster, and you will stay there longer. It's not about how much time we spend in bed. It's about how much of that quality sleep we get. I do all of my own manufacturing right here in the United States. I have a 10-year warranty. You can wash and dry my pillow and I give you a 60-day money back guarantee so you have nothing to lose. And here's my best offer ever. You can buy one of my pillows and get one absolutely free. Go to mypillow.com or call 800-870-0305 and use promo code GCN. That's mypillow.com or 800-870-0305 with promo code GCN. Attention small business owners. Want to save money on your employee health insurance plan? Learn the little-known solution that could save thousands of dollars on your health insurance benefits and save your employees money, too. Call Health Markets for a free consultation, and one of our 3,000 local agents will show you how to make health care reform work for you. We'll design customized solutions for your business that can lower health care costs for you and your employees. We'll work directly with you to determine your needs. We search thousands of health plans from over 180 health insurance companies nationwide. You'll also find out if tax credits could save you money. Best of all, the service is free of charge. See why Health Markets has enrolled Americans in more than 2 million insurance policies. You don't have to wait for open enrollment to lower your cost. Call now. Find out how much you and your employees could be saving. Representatives are standing by to assist you. Call 800-930-5137. That's 800-930-5137. What's going to happen next? You never know when you're listening to the Tech Night Owl live with Gene Steinberg. So is this eating crow time on the Tech Night Owl Live? No, we're not going to play that game. Yes, we are going to play that game because we're nasty. But we have Sean Ani of Techno Buffalo to join us. We've got a lot of cool stuff to talk about and not about certain adapters in the iPhone 7 box. All right. Now, I'll give you a story here, Sean. This is something that we hadn't planned on, but I know you guys at Techno Buffalo test a lot of things. Do you spend much time testing laser printers or is that too retro for you? Uh, that's not too retro for us. We just, we don't get into a lot of peripherals because once you open that Pandora's box, it, you know, how often can you test a printer? You know, it, we would be inundated with printers and it's just not something we have the space for really. Well, I've been testing printers myself since the 1990s, early 1990s when I wrote for Macworld magazine when it was still a magazine, which, you know, stopped being the case just a couple of years ago. 
And I remember one time I had loads of printers here that was doing some kind of feature survey. So the living room was filled with printers. My wife was having a freakout session. <laughs> As only a nice Jewish lady from Brooklyn, New York can have. So she was really concerned. But it really got bad when I did a speaker evaluation because I'm a big audio nut. And the speaker evaluation, I had probably 20 different sets of computer speakers in here. Oh, wow. But, yeah, that, that could take up some space. It sure could. Some were small, some were not. I was bringing people in here for blind testing and everything. It was crazy. The reason I mention a laser printer is I have a brother, HL5450DN, which is a printer that came out, I think, in 2012. It's a standard, low-cost laser printer. It costs like $150 or $160 at Amazon. You can still buy it, but it's been replaced by a different model. Now, I moved into a new place a month or so back, and suddenly this printer's tripping the breaker in my oh. second bedroom, which I use for a home office. Have you heard of that happening? No, that, that seems... My first suspicion would be look at the wiring of that room. Well, yeah, except that... There is a technical reason for it that Brother gave me. But all right, because this bedroom also includes the bathroom, which is very important. Okay. All right. The breaker has something called a GFCI or AFCI breaker on it. If you forget okay. that. All right. Okay. Mm, all right. It's got this little tiny white button on the breaker. And it's because it's a design for use you see this in bathrooms you have these little testing buttons and so it has a test button and i don't know it makes it more sensitive to the way that the lay some laser printers power up it's not the amount of voltage it's not the amount of current it's not that i'm running too much on the circuit it's because of the way these things treat the way a laser printer gets ready to output your job, kind of spins up. The fuser assembly and everything's rolling and moving. At that particular point in time, it's sensed as a fault. And in order to protect you, it turns off the power. All right? Hmm. Isn't that crazy? That right. is bizarre. Okay. It's not unusual, and it's apparently not unusual for brother printers. So we first had the landlord send an electrician over, and he put a higher capacity breaker there not something that would exceed the wiring because it just matched the other breakers they're all 20 amps i don't want to be too technical about it i think a lot of people have had this problem i've checked online so we try the printer again and now it's perfect for about five days and then it clicks off again and so i called brother and they gave me a special development version of the firmware that extends the time it takes for the printer to get ready to output the first page. By about a second in some processes, as little as a tenth of a second more with others. It's supposed to reduce the functionality or slow it down so that the breaker doesn't interpret it as a possible fault. All right? Okay. It didn't work. <laughs> And I had to do a whole thing to install this firmware because I have Macs and this required Windows. So I had to run this thing 
with Parallels Desktop running Windows 10 using their brother administration utility for Windows. And the only way it would recognize the printer was to enter its IP number directly. But it worked. I mean, it was really fast, faster than downloading the firmware on a regular Mac. It took maybe 10 seconds. Boom, it's done. And we checked. It's perfect. Didn't fix the problem. He's going to replace the printer with a newer model that doesn't have that kind of way of interacting and doesn't apparently trigger the sensitivities. Now, part of the problem is here is that this is a fairly new development here. The wiring is fairly current. Now, if you look online, I think you're probably going to research it now. If you do a Google online of Brother Printers tripping circuit breakers, you'll see it. Exactly what I mean. Sometimes the firmware fixes it. In this case, he thinks the older printer, there's no hope for it. That's such a bizarre problem to be dealing with. That's all I need. <laughs> all I need in my life. I also reduce slightly the amount of current I need for my office equipment. I have a Bose USB-based computer speaker system. And evidently, that also has fairly significant voltage requirements. <laughs> because it's using a lot of power. You realize audio equipment, you know, if you get the right audio equipment, no home breaker will operate that equipment. So, you know, some of these big old-fashioned audio amplifiers with several hundred watts per channel, that's going to trip anything. You need a special room. Right. But you don't, uh, you don't think that a cheap laser printer... No, that would have never crossed my mind as being a problem. Well, we live and learn. The, exactly. I mean, the advantage of having, you know, the modern circuitry, it's supposed to be a higher level of protection against some kind of fault in the wiring, no risk of fire, that kind of thing, a reduced risk of fire. All the modern advantages of current technology, except when it comes to laser printers. Anyway, we'll see what the new printer does. Did you look it up, by the way, on Google I was talking to you about? It, no, no, I, I, I didn't. I'm going to take your word for it, though. And, and I, I will just now know never to put a brother printer near a bathroom. What it is here is don't put it on the same circuit as the bathroom, which has the test button. You see, in my previous place... We had a 15-amp fuse or a breaker, 15-amp breaker. It never triggered the problem because it wasn't on the same circuit as a bathroom. Well, the simple solution, I'm sure this would thrill your wife, is just get a really long extension cord from another room. She won't mind it running down the hallway. And just run it into your, to your office there, and then you're on a different circuit. You see, you're making predictions about my wife. Now, you already said she was upset about the printers that one time. Right. And imagine what she'd think if we had this wiring running through to the kitchen. From Yeah, exactly. This long <laughs> wire. I mean, you know, divorce court would be just around the corner. We don't want that to happen. I've been with her for 40 years. We don't want to make end it at 40 years. We yes. figured that if I'm still alive, we'll try for 50. You know what? We were supposed to have a paperless revolution. That's a lie. Oh, that's such a lie. 
That is such a total lie. I, I have waited, you know, many, many years for this paperless world we would live in. And there's a reason there's a shredder under my desk. You know, I, I'm inundated with paper. At least I buy cheap paper. We've got Sean Ani of Techno Buffalo, and we'll get to more serious stuff in a moment on the Tech Night How Live. <laughs> Thank you for listening to GCN. Visit GCNlive.com today. Attack of the Rockoids has been well received by critics and readers alike. It's a thrill a minute story you'll never forget. A former U.S. military intelligence officer is haunted by intense dreams about a beautiful woman pleading for his help after a terrible battle in outer space. But the dreams turn out to be true and thrust him into a telepathic love affair with a woman whose faraway planet is intent on destroying the Earth. And now the gripping tale continues in The Coming of the Protectors. It's the second book of the Rockoids trilogy, a galaxy-spanning adventure that pits our hapless heroes against powerful, fanatical enemies that threaten the lives of freedom-loving beings everywhere. Attack of the Rockoids and The Coming of the Protectors. Classic science fiction at its best. Available now. For more details, visit rockoids.com. That's R O C K O I D S.com. This is an alert. If your business or church is building this year, you're about to pay more than you should. And this could mean thousands of dollars more for your office, retail space, church, or warehouse. A General Steel building can save you as much as half the cost and time of similar conventional construction. And we're offering rebates of up to $20,000 to help you build today. Call General Steel for free information that could save you thousands. Call 866-91-STEEL. 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 So you've got to take a state construction license exam or certification. Can't decide on what books or what chapters to study? Discover right now how you can eliminate unnecessary books and wasted study time. At ContractorExam.com, our study materials zero in on state-required test topics in an effective, multiple-choice format. So whether you're a plumber, electrician, general contractor, or other construction-related trade, ContractorExam.com will help get you prepared. Visit us at www.ContractorExam.com today. There is an affordable alternative to the high cost of health care that offers freedom from insurance while providing compliance with the Obamacare individual mandate. Imagine having access to quality, affordable health care that allows you the freedom to choose your doctor and hospital. Members can share up to 100% of necessary medical expenses, including some alternative treatments. Find out how you and your family can contain health care costs without giving up your freedom. Go to libertyoncall.org. That's libertyoncall.org. Will the government protect your family from Iran and North Korea's newest weapon, EMP? We buy guns to protect ourselves. Home, health, and car insurance for accidents. Maybe you also have food storage. But how would you keep your refrigerator running in a long-term EMP blackout? Using tested military designs, the Solark EMP-hardened solar generator protects and powers your critical appliances for years without burying items underground or wrapping them in aluminum foil. Unlike other preps, Solark is used every day to 
to help offset your electric bill automatically. Visit PortableSolarLLC.com to learn how easily expandable the system is. Solark is the most affordable and powerful solution on the market. The whole system even fits in the back of a pickup or SUV and can install in less than an hour. See for yourself why Solark beats other off-grid systems at PortableSolarLLC.com. Don't wait for the government. Go to PortableSolarLLC.com to learn why Solark is energy insurance for your family. As a doctor, I see patients every day who are losing their vision to age-related macular degeneration, also known as AMD. If you have blurry vision or blind spots, they can be symptoms of AMD, and if untreated, could lead to blindness. The good news? AMD can be managed with effective clinically approved treatments that may reverse some vision loss. For free AMD information, contact the Foundation Fighting Blindness at 1-800-BLINDNESS. That's 1-800-BLINDNESS. There is a cure in sight. You never know what's going to happen next while listening to the Tech Night Isle, live with Gene Steinberg. Now, for people who think I spend too much money to have a laser printer here, I use recycled toner. I'm paying much less than a penny a page. I get the cheapest paper I can find at Walmart or somewhere. I get recycled if it's cheaper, but recycled is not always cheaper. Get the cheapest paper. I print when I have to, but having a laser printer means I'm a cheapskate. I don't care about the color. I just want the text. I just want the output. And I want it as inexpensively as possible. I would like to go paperless, but you know, there are areas sometimes where you have to sign a contract and the contract has to be on hard copy. Yep. I mean, we got away with it with the lease for this place because the property manager was willing to take a signature online. So we don't have a physical copy of the lease anywhere. It doesn't exist. I'm kidding. Let's talk about iPhone 7. Now, I'm not going to ask you to eat crow. You know, a hamburger, okay, or or a hot dog. I don't know what kind of diet you have. You'll tell me you're a vegetarian, right? You're a, you're a vegan, right? No, you know, the funny thing is when they made the announcement during the event, there might have been an expletive that escaped my lips at that exact moment because I was thinking exactly of your show and I was going to have to come back on here at some point and say how wrong I was. You see, I was going to bring them on, you know. I was going to be really cruel about it. I was going to bring him on and say, ha, 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 ha. All right, I got him. Everyone got me. And I'll let you explain what we're discussing for those that may not know how I embarrassed myself. Okay, now this came in the run-up to the iPhone 7. The one feature we all knew about for months was the fact that it would not have a headphone jack. So Sean said, you know what? It's not going to be in the box. Apple will expect you to buy one. I guess that meant they would either give you a wireless or a lightning-based set of earbuds, whatever. Now, when I made my comment that I disagreed, I was looking at one of these rumor sites with a picture of what the box is supposed to look like showing an adapter. Now, I don't know if the real box has that adapter or not. But I took that to mean Apple will give you an adapter. And they're selling it for $9 if you lose one. So they want to make sure 
that you're not so inconvenienced. But you thought they wouldn't give you one. Why did you think that? Because Apple in the past, the example I was using was over in Europe when they passed the law that everything had to be on micro USB. Apple's solution was fine, go in and buy an adapter and you can convert our cables to micro USB. And so I thought, fine, there at least was some form of precedent that you had to go and buy an adapter, even though it was a law in Europe. And so I I was at least basing it on some historical data. And I thought, okay, fine, Apple will not put the lightning to 3.5 millimeter headphone jack adapter in the box. You'll have to buy it extra because they're going to want you to use all these wondrous new Bluetooth headsets. And I was wrong. I admit it. I was wrong. The second they said on stage that it would be included, I just went, mm. And yeah, so here we are. I, I've got my plate of crow in front of me, and uh, I, I will be dining upon this when we're finished recording. He's going to have a big, thick steak. Yep, yep. What's your favorite cut steak? You're a steak man. I know that. <laughs> uh, probably a New York strip. Okay, he's going to have a New York strip steak, and he's going to have a big baked potato. Yep. There Loaded baked potato with all the trimmings and the cheese and all the, all that stuff. And that's how he's going to celebrate. No, I think here Apple is into training wheels to a certain extent. And I'll give you another example of that. When they went to PowerPC in the 90s, they had an emulator so you could run your old apps. Mm-hmm. When they went to Intel and they announced it in 2005, it happened in 2006, they had Rosetta training wheels to run the old apps. Ultimately, that goes away. So I think here for the next couple of years or so, Apple will put that adapter in the box. And then they'll say, okay, we've sold 400 million of these new iPhones and these new iPads without the headphone jack. Therefore, there is no longer a need for the training wheels. And so they'll go. So you see, I think you're half right. Eventually, that's what's going to happen. But right now, I think Apple is at a cross here because it's not that simple. There are far too many of these headphones lying around with the old jack. Remember, this jack dates back to the 1950s before stereo. They were mono. You used them with your transistor radios. And to make even matters worse, right now as we do this show, I'm using a set of Grado headphones, prestige headphones, and they have something even older, a phone jack, which goes wow. back to the 19th century, a stereo one, of course. But it goes back to the 19th century, that technology. And the mini version, the three and a half millimeter headphone jack, is based on that technology. That's why, for example, Phil Schiller showed the switchboard operator with all her plugs. That's the technology that was being used. But on the other hand, it's really an elegant piece of technology here because it really, really just works. Yes, I totally agree. And I, I will also say that I, I've had great fun of great joy and fun in making uh, light of the fact that they said it took courage to remove the 3.5 millimeter headphone jack. That may have been one of the most idiotic words ever used in an Apple presentation 
there's a lot of things I think of when I think of the word courage and removing a headphone jack is not one of them. Well, all right. Let's look at that reasoning again. Now, theoretically, it would fit in the fact that they eliminate one source of possible failure because how many people out there break the headphone plug and it's stuck inside the jack? And how do you replace it? You don't. You've got to basically replace the logic word on the unit. I had this happen to a power book at one time. But at that point, we were talking about a much larger piece of hardware. And I found somebody who could do component level repairs. A lot cheaper than paying hundreds of dollars for a new logic board. But that's a point of failure. The other thing, of course, is that it makes it easier for Apple to make the unit water resistant. Yes, And that's a very important point there. So in that sense, it's good. Also, it saves space. So they could use that space for more components, use that space for a slightly larger battery, and get a little bit more battery life out of it. But do you see anything more sinister than that? No, no, I I really don't. I, I don't think there's anything sinister going on yeah, with the removal, I think it was, like you said, it, w- it was an opportunity for them to make it more water resistant. I, I do agree. I am a big believer in let's lower the number of possible pain points, you know, with any device. But still, I, I just have trouble with the word courage. <laughs> they may just be me, but I, I really had a problem with that word. But no, I can see the reasoning behind doing it. I don't think there was anything nefarious, you know. And yes, you know, all technology must move on at some point. And that headphone jack has been with us for a very, very long time. So it looks like, however, that the media made more of a deal than customers might. I think the only time a customer is concerned is if they want to listen with their wired headphones and charge at the same time, and then we have a $40 Belkin adapter that does that. But I think that's the only real inconvenience. The other problem, of course, is, well, all right, what if I lose the adapter? But Apple's charging $9 each. It's not $29 or $19.95. So I guess nothing hurts to buy a couple. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Now, I mean, we do, we're expecting, you know, an iPad announcement probably next month is my estimate so i i imagine we're going to see the headphone jack disappear there and now i'm sure you've also heard about the the poll that they're apple's doing at the moment you know asking how often do you use the headphone jack on your laptop oh I, are I, they where, let, let me ask you about this this is interesting we're going to have to break in a moment but that's the question here apple with a poll i guess of users of MacBooks, MacBooks Pros, etc., about the headphone jack and whether customers need it. But let me point out another thing that Apple has done with that kind of jack, and we'll go back to that in a moment with Sean Ani of Techno Buffalo. I'm Gene Steinberger in the Tech Night Out Live. listening to GCN. Visit GCNlive.com today. As you know, neighbors, web hosting can be pretty cheap, but not all hosting is the same. 
DreamHost wins best of awards year after year. You get unlimited disk space, unlimited bandwidth, and even the low-cost plans put your sites on high-performance SSDs. Want to know more about what DreamHost has to offer? Go to technightowl.com slash host. Once again, that's technightowl.com slash host. First came Attack of the Rockoids, and it was a critically acclaimed success. And now there is the coming of the Protectors. A former military intelligence man is contacted by a space woman in a dream. A dream that turns out to be a nightmare, because evil forces on our distant planet are planning to conquer the Earth. This is gripping science fiction of the classic kind. Attack of the Rockoids and the coming of the Protectors. Find out more at Rockoids.com. That's Rockoids, R-O-C-K-O-I-D-S, dot com. Paid non-attorney spokesperson Adam Pulaski of the Pulaski Law Firm with principal office in Houston, Texas is the attorney responsible for the content of this ad. This ad is not legal advice and the choice of a lawyer should not be based solely upon advertisement. Services may not be available in all states. Attention Zarelto users. If you or a loved one took Zarelto and suffered a serious bleeding event, you may be entitled to financial compensation. Zarelto is a popular prescription blood thinner used to prevent blood clots and protect patients from strokes. These serious bleeding events have led to numerous cases of hospitalization and even death. Phone lines are open 24-7. Call 800-261-0937. That's 800-261-0937. We use mobile devices right against our bodies every day. But growing scientific evidence has emerged showing serious health risks associated with exposure to EMF radiation emitted from these devices. The solution is Defender Shield, the most effective mobile radiation shielding ever developed. Defender Shield blocks virtually 100% of EMF radiation from cell phones, tablets, and laptops and starts at just $64.99. Buy now at DefenderShield.com. For 10% off, use promo code GCN. DefenderShield.com, the worldwide leader in mobile radiation shielding. Welcome back to the Tech Night Owl Live, where you never know what's going to happen next. And now, here's Gene Steinberg. We'll talk about this poll, Sean, in just a moment, but I wanted to bring up something. Do you remember how many Apple products had two headphone jacks, one for input, one for output. Who? No, I don't. It goes back a few years. And eventually, they stopped. Now, over these years, what I would do to record the show is I would get an adapter for my outboard mixer and use the input jack and then listen from the output jack with my headphones, okay? That's what I do. At some point in time, Apple got rid of the input. Now, there are other ways of getting audio in there. USB is very common. And my mixer, the one I'm using now, a Behringer mixer, is an analog mixer with all the traditional controls, but it has a digital connector for USB. That's how this works. Otherwise, we use something called the iMic from Griffin Technology. Ever hear of that? No. Okay. That was a traditional headphone jack plug adapter to USB. So you had a port for input, a port for output, and you had a USB connector on the other side. And that was the replacement for not having an input jack. All right. So let's talk about this poll. When did you first see it? I think I saw it, uh, I want to say it was probably like Wednesday of this week, I believe. And I have now actually, 
I have not actually visited the poll. I just keep seeing screenshots of it. I have heard confirmations that it does exist, but I have not actually participated in the poll myself. Well, I'm going to take a look at this. Okay, here it is right here. Apple Insider mentions it also. Apple polling MacBook Pro owners on use of headphone jack and other ports. Now, I'm trying to find where this goes, but it looks like they sent it to customers. I guess emailed. Do you ever use the headphone port on your MacBook Pro with Retina display? Yes, no, not sure. Okay, so you can't really go there. Evidently, you have to actually receive it from Apple. So obviously, Apple wants to do that. They're not going to put a lightning port on notebooks, are they? I don't know. I really don't know. You know, and I use the headphone jack on my MacBook Pro with Retina all the time, every day. You know, so it's not something I want to see go away, but I, I'm sure they will come up with some other way to do it. But I agree with you. I think putting a lightning port on the laptop seems like an odd choice. Yeah, I think that's very specifically for mobile use. But Apple's goal here, I think, is ultimately as wireless as possible. And I really think Apple missed the boat with the iPhone 7 because they should have given you low-cost Bluetooth earbuds. Of course, they want to sell the AirPods. I understand that, but that's not cheap. It's $159. But you can get a cheap set of Bluetooth headgear for, what, $10, $20 at Amazon? Yeah, easily. So, therefore, I just wonder about Apple's decision there. Again, it may take away potential sales, but ultimately, if they want you to use this as a wireless device... They've got to have a wireless charging technique. And I don't think the ones that they have now are really that super good. It's where you have a base or something, and you toss the device on it without plugging in. And they say it's wireless because there is no wire, but it's not contactless. You have to contact something. You have to touch two things together, two pieces of metal together for it to charge. Can they do that wirelessly, completely without a connector? Can that be done for charging? It's being worked on, but I don't believe it's commercially available yet. But that is a technology that I know has been in development for some time. So it is possible. That's what I was thinking. I think that the ultimate goal with Apple is very simple. They want everything to be wireless, ultimately. This is the first step to take you there. That... They don't expect you to buy lightning headphones. They expect you to buy Bluetooth, theirs or somebody else's. And ultimately, I think they'll give you a pair in the box in the next year or two. They want to have some kind of contactless, wireless charging technique. So in theory, you can take your iPhone 7 or future iPhone 8 or 8S or 9 or whatever it is, take it out of the box and never, ever have to connected to anything physical yeah i i do agree with you that that is definitely the direction they want to move into now let's look though at regular computers so the macbook i think is the same thing you still have to have a physical charger it has bluetooth so you can use a bluetooth headset but what about external drives and wireless right now you can use wi-fi 
with a drive, but it's not as fast as a direct USB 3 or Thunderbolt connection. But that's going to change. There'll be a point where you can have an external wireless drive that's just as fast as one with a physical connection, right? Yeah, eventually. It, I'm not sure when we would see that in the commercial space, but that is, again, another technology that's being worked on. So, therefore, all electronic gear of the next few years is going to be completely wireless. That would be nice, imagine, with a Mac Pro, for example. You have a Mac Pro? I do not. Okay. But you see the common case here. Apple made every connection external. So, you hook up a few Ray drives... You hook up a couple of wired printers and a few other things, maybe a breakout box for special expansion cards, and you have what I have here, and I don't have a Mac Pro. I have a 27-inch iMac, but you have a wiring nightmare. Yeah. And I can see Apple advertising this. I can see Phil Schiller getting up there and laughing, just like he had the slide. Did you see the slide he had up talking about the battery for the iPhone 7 non-exploding battery? Yeah, yes. <laughs> I think he'll come up there with a photograph of the wiring nightmare. Is this the way the back of your desk or the floor behind your computer desk looks? And he shows you, you know, 2,000 wires. And everybody says, yeah, yeah, yeah. And he says, you know how many wires you need for this new Mac or new iPhone? Nothing's there. Yeah, it, it's definitely going to happen. I mean, I think Apple has been working towards a wireless future for years now now this is obviously something where the technology hasn't gotten to that point yet and apple's taking you part of the way do you see any impact negatively at all to the decision about the headphone jack i'm not talking about people like you and i because we complain all the time we're professional complainers that's what we're paid for it the the big bucks big bucks (laughs) haha that's what we get paid for to complain but what about the normal people out there? Do you think most people even care? I actually, one of my quote-unquote normal people, and, and that's probably the only time I would ever refer to the specific specific friend as normal, uh, she called me up the day after because she's an iPhone user, and she w- was very confused about the concept of no headphone jack. But once I told her there was an adapter, she goes, oh, okay, I'm fine. I'm like, there you go, That. That was your average everyday person. And she was just like, okay, no problem. Uh, So long as I can still use my current headset. I also think that most people out there who buy this kind of gear, they just use what's in the box. They don't go out and buy anything else unless the earbuds are broken or something. Right. I mean, it's not that they sound horrible or anything. It's just, you know, some of us might be a little more selective. But certainly I can't. You know, what I'm wearing now, these Grado, it's got a full-size phone plug. And so in order to use it on the iPhone, I have to get a very special kind of adapter or two adapters, an adapter to the mini plug and from the one that comes in the box. So it'd be a double adapter to use it. Not that I expect to walk down the street with these things. These are big, professional-grade headphones. Use at home, use in a studio. Hmm. We got Sean Ani of Techno Buffalo. I got more to come on the Tech Night Owl Live. As you know, neighbors, web hosting can be pretty cheap. 
But not all hosting is the same. DreamHost wins best of awards year after year. You get unlimited disk space, unlimited bandwidth, and even the low-cost plans put your sites on high-performance SSDs. Want to know more about what DreamHost has to offer? Go to technightowl.com slash host. Once again, that's technightowl.com slash host. First game attack of the Rockoids, and it was a critically acclaimed success. And now there's the coming of the Protectors. A former military intelligence man is contacted by a space woman in a dream. A dream that turns out to be a nightmare, because evil forces on our distant planet are planning to conquer the Earth. This is gripping science fiction of the classic kind. Attack of the Rockoids and the coming of the Protectors. Find out more at Rockoids.com. That's Rockoids, R-O-C-K-O-I-D-S, dot com. Are you tired of commuting to a job that makes someone else rich? Working harder than ever, but getting nowhere? Do you hate spending hundreds of dollars every week on daycare? Having someone else raise your children? With our opportunities, you can start earning money as soon as next week. You get to be the boss, work from home, and live a happier life. At Be The Boss Network, you'll find hundreds of work-from-home opportunities that you can literally start today and be earning money as soon as next week. Go to freedom106.com and start earning money as soon as next week. You get to be the boss. Get out of the rat race. Work from home. Go to freedom106.com right now and change your life today. That's freedom106.com. Go to freedom106.com and start earning money as soon as next week. You be the boss. Go to freedom106.com. ProPure water filters, making water great again. Taste and feel the difference with state-of-the-art filter technology. Pro1 G2.0 and ProMax filters are independent lab-tested to NSF standards. Choose from gravity, countertop, pitcher, shower, and inline filtration products. There's a ProPure for you. Buy risk-free today. Visit your authorized ProPure dealer for details or ProPureUSA.com. That's P-R-O-P-U-R-U-S-A.com haven't experienced yogurt until you've tried a mossy embodying health and flavor in a true whole milk green-fed dairy beverage every sip pays homage to our old world cows and the ancient culturing methods their milk benefits from with over 30 probiotics a mossy's undeniably nutritious refined cultured sensation bolsters your health and awakens your passion for dairy a mossy so good and you need to try it contact your longevity distributor or call 877-878-4203 or go to gcnteam.com GCN and Longevity are bringing Dr. Wallach to Hawaii for the first time in 20 years. Hi, I'm Jamel Bookaboo, Vice Presidential Marketing Director with Longevity and the GCN team. Exclusive to GCN, you have the opportunity to meet and greet Dr. Joel Wallach. For leaders that want to support GCN, your health and wealth, visit wallachhawaii.com, teamgaday.com or call 808-436-5025. 808-436-5025. Are the answers to your present and future hidden in your past? Akashic readings help you learn to unlock the answers for love, finances, weight loss, self-esteem, confusion, grief and loss, and more. Akashic email readings by Dr. Kelly Maroon, Ph.D., are specially priced right now. Learn more at Dr. Kelly Maroon's website, akashicuniversal.com, spelled A-K-A-S-H-I-C, universal.com. Change your life today. Become one with your true path with intention on purpose. Visit akashicuniversal.com. 
We'd like to hear from you. If you have a comment or question about the Tech Night Owl Live, please send it to news at technightowl.com. That's news at technightowl.com. If you'd like to discuss today's show with fellow Night Owls, visit our community forums at forum.technightowl.com. That's forum.technightowl.com. All right, so we're past the stuff about the headphone jack and everything. What do you think are the best new features of the iPhone 7? I would say, you know, the new camera on the the 7 Plus, but overall, it really, it was a lot of software updates, which if you have a phone that can handle iOS 10, you've got most of the new features. There, there wasn't anything that really blew me away that made me sit up and go, wow, that, you know, Apple's done it again. It was a better camera, you know, optical image stabilization on the seven plus in general, though, it just, there wasn't a whole lot to really grab a hold of. I felt, but you see, that's true. Almost every year. If you look at recent years of iPhones, each year has a few things. You know, like yes. the iPhone 4S had Siri. The iPhone 5S, which was just the 5 with a sound faster processor, it's got Touch ID. The iPhone 6, other than the 4.7 and 5.5-inch versions, how many real new features were there? Not that many. Right. If, if you remember, it's always that way. It's always thus. But what about more battery life, especially with the smaller iPhone where it's significant? The promise of two hours more, that's got to be important. That's extremely important. You know, as someone that I get nervous if my phone drops to like sixty percent charge, you know, and I, I'm not, I'm at that point I'm already looking for an outlet. You and see, so, I'm different. When it's down to ten percent or twenty percent and it automatically goes into low power mode, I'm still using it. I wait till it's gone. My wife is like you though. We have a couple of portaphones, AT and T portaphones, and you know, we can get a couple of days out of the full charge before it has to go into the charging station. But by the time it's halfway down, she said, oh, it's going to stop any second. Let me get over there. Yeah, I, I'm a big believer. You know, if, if I go and spend a day at Disneyland or something like that, I've got external battery packs you know, in my shoulder bag you know, because I want to make sure I get through the entire day. So if they want to add some more battery power, I'm all for it. So what do you think here about the reports about this incredible demand? So, for example... T-Mobile and Sprint, what, up to 400% over last year for pre-orders. The iPhone 7 Plus is already sold out. The fancy shiny black, piano black, is sold out. Did Apple just not produce enough to hype demand or what? One rumor we're hearing, and I stress that this is a rumor, is that there is a shortage of components right now. And that they may not have produced as many as they did in previous years. Now, they've also said that they're not going to give us sales numbers after this weekend, which is something they haven't done in years. You know, they've always given us, you know, Apple had another fantastic first weekend. So you look at the fact that there's low stock, you know, and a lot of places have no stock on the plus. And they're not going to give us the numbers this year. That tends to make me think that possibly they did produce less. It wasn't, and I don't think it was a situation of Apple necessarily decided to produce less. There may not have been enough components for them to produce more. So is that really a key reason why they're not going to give results? It's because 
they produced either the same or less than last year. And the impact of saying, well, we sold 10 or 12 or even 13 million, we could have sold more, but we didn't have enough, which is kind of what Apple says almost every year. It is the figures this year would look bad. Exactly. Exactly. I, I think this was a preemptive strike because Apple could have come out and said, we sold 8 million this year, but there's an asterisk next to that. We weren't able to get enough of the logic board, you know, but every headline would be Apple sells less iPhones than last year. Exactly. So why do that? And then, exactly. of course, there's the pressure because whatever happens, Apple has to announce something higher than the previous year. And sometimes it gets overwrought. If you recall, when the iPhone, I guess it's the iPhone 5S, as a matter of fact, where they sold, I think, 5 million, and that was a record. But some industry analysts said Apple's going to sell 10. So Apple looked bad. As a matter of fact, the iPhone 5S was very much branded a failure. If you recall, this was 2013. And yeah. Apple's stock price dropped through 2014 because everyone said, oh, this phone is not going to sell as much. And the gravy days are over. And it did sell more than the previous year. But because of the fact that that first launch weekend, they couldn't meet demand. And they said so. And it didn't sell as many as predicted by people who I don't know where they got the figures from. You know, it had that stench. It's kind of like in the movie box office. The first weekend's receipts is all. If it isn't really high and you don't get a pretty decent Rotten Tomatoes rating as opposed to a score from people who are watching the movie, it's going to be a failure no matter what. You know, it's like Batman v Superman, which is thought to be a bad movie and a failure, but it also grossed $872 million among the top five best movies this year in terms of box office. And they made hundreds of millions of dollars on it. That's a failure, folks. Yeah, I know. I follow box office numbers as a hobby, and you're exactly right. That first weekend is everything. So I think Apple is doing some protective maneuvers this year. They're not going to tell us those numbers. And I think it's simply because they don't want to have to sit there and try to explain why it's not a bad thing that they didn't sell as many iPhones this year this year. And again, I, I'm making a presumption there. They don't want to have to sit there and explain that to everybody because that big, long explanation is not going to fit in a headline. I think that's part of our culture. And it's very unfortunate that if you can't filter it down to five, six words, it doesn't work. Yeah, yeah you're exactly right. No matter what, it looks like the iPhone is doing well. Uh, the fact that there are no plus models available anywhere so far as i know at this exact moment yeah that says a lot and the new jet black version is sold out absolutely everywhere so they're definitely moving iphones we just don't know how many and remember too it's out a week earlier in the quarter than last year so apple has another week for sales so when they announce their september quarter sales next month late next month what that shows will give a lot of clues as to how well the iPhone 7 is doing. I mean, forget the spin. It's better than our expectations. We can't keep up, whatever. The raw numbers, if those raw numbers don't dip as much as they expected or people expected, that will mean it's doing very well. I don't think it's going to necessarily mean that Apple will suddenly say, okay, sales are flatter up again. But I think whatever happens, 
or whatever is inferred by those two weeks of sales is going to say a lot. Yeah, I agree. It's going to be very interesting to see what those quarterly numbers come in at. Did you get a sample to test from Apple? <laughs> no, I, I'm not one of the, the chosen very small circle of people that get ones in advance. I, I have not yet put my hands on an iPhone 7 or 7 Plus. Right. You have to be Walt Mossberg, David Pogue, and like four, yeah, exactly. Ed Begg from USA Today, or a handful of other people who are VIPs. They go in the VIP section at the Apple Media event. I came close when I was with USA Today. More to come with Gene Steinberg and Sean Ani on the Tech Night Out Live. Thank you for listening to GCN. Be sure to visit GCNlive.com today. This is Dan Pilla. Do you owe the IRS money you can't pay? Are tax debts crippling you? I've defended people from the IRS for over 30 years. I've helped thousands and I can help you too. I wrote the book on IRS settlement and I'm telling you, there's no such thing as a hopeless case. Call 800-34-NO-TAX to finally get free of IRS debt. With the IRS's new programs, there's never been a better time to solve your problem. Call 800-34-NO-TAX. That's 800-34-NO-TAX or my website, danpilla.com. You know about RVs, you've heard about bunkers, but surviving is not recreation. And man wasn't made to live underground. Introducing Survivalist Camps, the ultimate fully functional off-the-grid survival bug-out house that's mobile, well-equipped, and custom-built to outlast any other RV or trailer. Go to survivalistcamps.com to learn more. That's survivalistcamps.com, providing your basic needs to survive. Survivalistcamps.com. What would your life be like if you woke up each morning with new vitality, feeling better than you have in years, and you noticed a difference in your sleeping patterns, blood sugar levels, and had a sense of well-being overall? There's something that is changing thousands of people's lives, and you could be one of them. It's called Heart and Body Extract. Sharon Harris, co-creator of Heart and Body Extract, talks about the positive effects of Heart and Body Extract. What happens with the formula Heart and Body Extract is it's giving the body the necessary vitamins, minerals, amino acids, enzymes, and phytonutrients so so the body will heal itself. And yes, the body does have the ability to balance blood pressure, balance cholesterol, clean and unclog the arteries. It can also work on uh, balancing the circulation for diabetics. So the body is an amazing thing. It simply needs some help so it has the tools to heal itself. Heart and Body Extract gets results. To order your two-month supply, call now, toll-free at 866-295-5305. Order online at hbextract.com. Dangerous blood clot device alert. If you or a loved one had an IVC filter placed to prevent blood clots from traveling to your heart or lungs and suffered an injury, you may be entitled to substantial financial compensation. The FDA warns that IVC filters may cause serious complications, such as heart or lung damage, internal bleeding, and even death. These dangerous blood clot devices can break and the metal fragments can travel to your heart or lungs causing serious injuries. If you or a loved 
loved one suffered organ damage or other injuries from an IVC filter, you may be entitled to substantial financial compensation. Act now. Time is limited to file a claim. For a free consultation and free information, call Injury Help Desk at 800-478-1507. 800-478-1507. 800-478-1507. This is an advertisement. Paid non-attorney spokesperson. InjuryHelpDesk.com is responsible for this advertisement. Principal Office, Las Vegas, Nevada. Are you happy washing your hands with harsh chemicals? Are you happy doing laundry with detergents? Are you happy paying high prices? Find your happiness with Pure Soap. These all-natural, earth-friendly Pure Soaps are the very best you've ever used. Buy in bulk. Get a 12, 36, or 48-month supply. Or get items individually and still save big. You're getting soap products twice as good as what you're using now. Earth-friendly and natural soaps. Your family deserves the best. Happiness is 5starsoap.com. Why not put your money up the drain for a change? See them at 5starsoap.com or call 1-800-340-7091 for a catalog. Calben Soap Company can save you thousands of dollars and give you good old-fashioned real soaps that are triple concentrated. Soaps made from vegetable and coconut oils. See their full selection of soaps at 5starsoap.com. That's F-I-V-E starsoap.com. Or call 1-800-340-7091 for a catalog. What are you listening to? The Tech Night Isle Live with Gene Steinberg. What's going to happen next? You never know. We're not the bottom feeders, by the way. When we get our iPhone 7s, we'll have a lot to say. But as a practical matter now, what do you have now? Uh, my current phone, I'm actually, I skipped the 6S, and I, so I'm still rocking a 6 Plus. And I really don't know if I'm going to pick up a, a 7 Plus this year, because we're hearing so many rumors about next year's iPhone, I'm kind of thinking about holding out for another year. You see, that's one thing that's changed, too. When the wireless carriers gave up on most of those two-year plans, where they have basically a lease or time payment plan where you have like two years to pay for the phone. And after it's paid off, your bill is reduced by that $25, $35. Suddenly you're saving money, and if the phone looks good and it works good, do you think it's that's going to discourage people from upgrading all the time? I think so. I, I think now with most of us you know, paying for the phone completely up front, I think it is slowing down phone buying somewhat, you know, and you've seen these other systems come along where, you know, you have the iPhone upgrade plan, which apparently they did not have enough stock for, which I found super interesting. Uh, you also have like, you know, the T-Mobile jump plan and all those others. So the plans still somewhat exist, but you have to pay to be a part of them. Everything that's happening is kind of leading to people not upgrading as often. Well, I have here an iPhone 6, as you do. I didn't get the Plus. It's too big for my pocket. Now, with iOS 10, it works fine. Yeah. No, my mine's working absolutely fine with it. So I have no idea if I have any reason to upgrade. And it'll be paid off this month. That's it. My bill at AT&T is going to go down, and I want it to go down. So suddenly I have to think. But after three years, I think, though, 
the phone will possibly be showing a lot of wear and tear. It doesn't work like a notebook computer. It gets a lot of abuse out there. At some point in time, you're going to have to replace it no matter what. Exactly. And now I am one of those people, the the second my phone arrives, I throw it in the case. I have mine in a rugged case that my boss likes to laugh at me constantly because it makes my six plus even larger because I have this massive case on it. But the one or two times I've had to take it out of the case, it looks like it just came out of the box. And it's now two years old. I have the same thing. I have just the Apple case, nothing special. But I don't think it's ever been out of that case. I think once I just tried to clean everything down. That's exactly why I've taken it out. Mine's in great shape, and I do that because I want to be able to trade it in, you know, somewhere, be it the carrier or through many of the trade-in sites that are out there. I always try to take care of my phone as much as possible. But again, you know, this is something that's with you constantly. It's being bounced around. It's being, you know, it, it takes a lot more abuse than other pieces of equipment, even when it is in a case. So, yeah, I'm figuring by... Year three, which will be the launch of either the 7S or the 8. We don't know what it's going to be called yet. That's definitely going to be when I need to upgrade no matter what. Now, one thing that might be helping Apple's sales situation is Samsung and the Galaxy Note 7. Yes. Now, this is pretty nasty here. They had, what, 35 cases of burning or exploding phones before there was a recall. But I think, and I'm not going to talk about your site But the media in general, I think they should have had more publicity. On September 2nd, Samsung recalled these devices. But I dare say most people don't know. You know, and that's one thing. And we've actually, I'll talk about us. We've we've tried to cover it a lot. All of us, all the staff has tweeted constantly about this. Uh, We've even gotten to the point where we're telling people, if you're still carrying around a Note 7, you're just being irresponsible. At this point, these phones have to go back. You know, you can sit around all day long and go, oh, I I think it'll be fine. Why take the risk? There is a documented case of a man losing his car because the phone exploded in his car. This is not something you want in your house. This is an actual danger and people need to be exchanging them in for the new models or get a different phone. I honestly, I think the new Note 7s are going to be fine, but no matter what, you need to get those with the bad batteries out of your house and out of your life. Lithium ion batteries, when something goes wrong, can be very, very dangerous And I'll go back even further, back to the mid-1990s. And Apple was going to add lithium-ion batteries to a PowerBook 5300. And during the early testing and prototyping, they had a couple of instances of batteries burning up, and they went back to the older technology. And it was a couple of months late. And I was upset at the time because I pre-ordered one. And I got one with lower battery life because of that. So this is not something that hasn't happened to other people. We also have a warning from the Federal Aviation Administration in the U.S. Don't power these on or try to charge them in a plane. Imagine an airplane exploding because of this. It's really dangerous. What is it about this technology that Samsung really screw up? You don't think Samsung, which is a pretty responsible manufacturer, one hopes would allow some sort of thing to happen like this. What went wrong? 
I really don't know. You know, there's been some talk about the fact that the Note 7 launched a month earlier than the Notes normally do, and that was an effort to try to get out ahead of the iPhone. But, yes, they, they may have rushed production, but they've been building these types of batteries for years now. So of anything on the phone, you would think they have the battery down already. I really don't know what went wrong. You know, and what's funny is when the the stories first started appearing before the recall happened, we wrote it up, and we tend to get a lot of grief from our readers anytime we write up an exploding phone because you know they're sure that we're just being you know dramatic about it and that you know it was a third party charger or whatever. And you know, so we've been able to point back now and go, this is why we write up these stories. You know, something like this happens; it's extremely dangerous. I think. Someone needs to take a very hard look at what happened at Samsung with this incident. You know, now we're hearing that they may rush the the next Galaxy S phone out early to try to make up for some of this. Well, you rushed the Note 7 by a month. Do we really want you rushing another phone? You know, are, are we going to have another battery problem on our hands? Because we've seen what happens when you rush one phone. Do we want to try this again? I also think that the Galaxy Note 7 is a dead product right now. It makes no sense for Samsung, even if it's an easy fix. It was right. just some kind of minor production thing, some contamination. Contamination of a lithium-ion battery can be sufficient. Very minor contamination. Something in the manufacturing process could cause this to happen. It's very delicate. But Samsung right now is in a position where they're going to have to eat the loss. That model is dead. And the only thing they could do now is come up with maybe a Galaxy Note 8 with a few more frills and say, this is the Galaxy Note 8 and we have a brand new battery. Even then, if I was looking for smartphones, and Samsung is not the only one out there if I'm getting an Android phone, I would think twice or I would think a hundred times before buying anything from Samsung because this was allowed to happen. Be very reluctant. I agree with you. Uh, my mother happens to be a fan of the Galaxy Note series, and I've told her, you know, it's going to be a while before I let you get another one because I don't know how I feel about this particular product line at the moment. And this is something, remember, that Samsung doesn't sell as many units as Apple in the high end ones. Samsung sells more handsets because a lot are mid-priced or cheaper. But when it comes to the $750 or these more expensive mobile handsets, Samsung may sell a few million when Apple sells tens of millions. That's where Apple's expertise is. That's where they make all their profits. Got more to come with Sean Ani. I'm Gene Steinberg. You're in the Tech Night Out Live. for listening to GCN. Be sure to visit GCNlive.com today. The award-winning Graphic Converter 10, the universal genius for photo editing apps on your Mac. Join over one and a half million loyal users for the Swiss Army Knife app. It gives you all the features that you expect, and most important, 
It's easy to use. You can get it for just $39.95 from www.lemkesoft.com. That's www.lemkesoft.com. Do you need a website? Well, you can get a great deal on hosting services with Namecheap's legendary coupon code. They're offering substantial hosting discounts on shared hosting, business hosting, VPS hosting, reseller hosting, and even dedicated servers. Namecheap is preferred by millions. It's backed by a money-back guarantee. Use the coupon code LEGENDARY to cash in on the special deal at Namecheap.com, Namecheap.com. Water is the single most important thing your body needs, so you want to be sure it's the best for you and your family. Since 2005, thousands have depended on Berkey Purified Water. The Berkey Guy provides the lowest priced filtration systems in every size. For incredibly delicious water now and in an emergency, get to GoBerkey.com or call 877-886-3653. 877-886-3653. GoBerkey.com. Hunters, anglers, campers, and survivalists, get back to nature. Expand your horizons with the highest quality, most versatile, unique slingshots and slingbows on the market at slingbow.com. Slingbow products are compact and models start from just $17.98. They're perfect for your bug out bag or storing in your vehicle. Give yourself and your loved ones the excitement and tradition of Slingbow, a new frontier in archery and truly modern twist on this primitive survival tool. Feel the thrill only at slingbow.com. Introducing the fastest-growing digital currency company in the world, OneLife. With over 2.1 million members, OneCoin is becoming the most powerful force in digital currency. It reached over a billion dollars in revenue in its first year. No other company has accomplished such an impressive feat. Now you can achieve financial independence with the strength of OneLife. Find out how to build your financial dreams. 877-933-4747. 877-933-4747. Dedicated to helping you create financial abundance. Hello, I'm Mike Lindell, the inventor of my pillow, and like all of you out there, I had problems sleeping. Pillows would go flat, I would flip-flop all night long, I would wake up with a sore neck, maybe a headache, or feel like I needed a nap even though I slept eight hours. When I invented my pillow, I wanted it to where you could move the patented fill to give you the exact support you need as an individual, regardless of sleep position. My pillow will get you into that deep REM sleep faster and you will stay there longer. It's not about how much time we spend in bed, it's about how much of that quality sleep we get. I do all of my own manufacturing right here in the United States. I have a 10-year warranty. You can wash and dry my pillow, and I give you a 60-day money-back guarantee so you have nothing to lose. And here's my best offer ever. You can buy one of my pillows and get one absolutely free. Go to MyPillow.com or call 800-870-0305 and use promo code GCN. That's MyPillow.com or 800-870-0305 with promo code GCN. By now you know that wireless technology like cell phones do in fact pose dangers to the health and privacy of everyone. Blocket Pocket's wide range of products are unmatched in providing the protection you deserve. No scare tactics, just common sense. BlockitPocket.com offers quality American-made options to alleviate and eliminate these invisible dangers. Learn more at BlockitPocket.com or call 888-315-9618. BlockitPocket.com, enhancing health and privacy. You're listening to the Tech Night Owl live with Gene Steinberg. You never know what's going to happen next. 
Now, other than the sarcastic slide from Philip Schiller at the Apple event, <laughs> I assume here that Apple's just going to be quiet and let Samsung suffer. Yeah. Not because they want people to be injured, but because of what Samsung has done to Apple over the years with smartphones. I, I think that's going to be the only mention we hear from Apple on this topic. I think they're just going to sit back and just let the chips land where they may. This is very much Samsung's issue to deal with at this moment. And you know, on one level, yes, it's horrible that this happened with this battery. But there's also Samsung's having another problem right now with millions of dollars worth of appliances being stuck on these cargo ships that the Chinese cargo company went bankrupt. And now these boats are just floating out in the ocean with nowhere to go because they can't pay the dock fees. Samsung's not having a good time right now. <laughs> something's got to break right for them, but I don't know what it is. And as you were saying in the last segment, I think the Note 7 is completely tainted. Yes, they're rushing out new handsets, but people will replace the damaged ones with the new ones. But beyond that, I don't know what the sales are going to be on this handset now. And I kind of wonder here how many of those people will simply say, I want my money back. I want a totally different product. I don't want that. Now, looking at Android handsets, we're talking about, what, 5.7 inches for the Note 7? I believe so, yes. Okay. Looking at Android handsets, who else has product in that area that's competitive? I don't think there's anyone else really at that exact size right now. I mean, the Nexus line, there's been a couple six-inchers, but the Nexus phone is considered more of a hobbyist line than a straight consumer line. So there's not a whole lot in the Android field in that size. There's a few out there. I believe LG has one or two models out there in that particular range. They got all excited about these huge screens, and now they seem to be pulling back a little bit more to 5-inch being the average. And 5 inches is very much the ordinary size. Apple is an outlier here because Apple has the 4.7-inch iPhone 7 and the 5.5 inch plus. I think as a practical matter, though, 5.5 inches and 5.7 inches is not significant. No, it's really not. You say they're pulling back. On the contrary, with Apple, what's happening is people are moving towards the iPhone 7 Plus, probably because of the twin camera system, right? I think that's a lot of it right there. I, I think a lot of people were very intrigued by the twin camera system. I'm one of those people that I know a lot of people that use their phones as their primary camera, but I still carry around a full DSLR with me. I use my phone camera for, oh, look at that dog doing that funny thing in that yard, a quick snapshot, and that's it. I don't use it for serious photography whatsoever. So those that do use it as their primary camera, though, I'm sure were very intrigued by the dual camera system. Clearly, with no 7 Plus stock being available today at Apple stores, I think we're going to see a massive ramp up on their part to focusing on that handset more than the regular 7. Well, the iPhone SE was also a surprise for Apple because, look, it's just an iPhone 5S with new guts. Yeah. But people want the smaller handset. Are there options on the Android side for if you want something that's not 42 five, 4.7 inches, but a four inch or smaller handset. Are there high end options there? I'm glad you mentioned that. Typically when you're going with a screen that small in the Android market, it's going to be a lower end phone. Uh, It's going to be a lot of your pay as you go phones. It's not going to be a, a high end flagship phone. So therefore 
the iPhone SE is kind of unusual. I mean, it's not quite the top of the line. It's in the middle in terms of power, which for Apple is quite a bit. Does that mean because of the success of the iPhone SE, there's going to be like a 7 SE coming out maybe this March to keep things moving? I don't know. That's something that we've been very puzzled by. The 5SE kind of took everyone by surprise. Now we're just kind of sitting around and waiting and seeing what they're going to do if they're going to continue that line, because I'm sure you know, there, there's been other outlier iPhones in the past. So you're never really 100% sure what they're going to do. I could see possibly a 6SE happening at some point, but I, I wouldn't take that to the bank. I just don't know what they're going to do in that particular field. I think there would certainly be reason to keep upgrading because it is evidently reasonably popular. Although, frankly speaking, I understand the iPhone 5C sold fairly decently. It was regarded as a failure. But when you looked at the sales charts at the wireless carriers, it seemed to be doing pretty well. Yeah, it's funny. With Apple, anytime you say something's a failure, it's still outsold the vast majority of the market. So I always find it funny, especially with like the iPad, you know, well, iPad sales are down. It's clearly dead. Well, no, they still sold, you know, 11 million iPads in a quarter. That's nothing to sneeze at. And at the same time, Microsoft sold maybe a million copies of a Surface. We think the Surface is successful because sales are going up, but Apple's selling 10 times as many iPads. Yes, exactly. Sure. In the meantime, Apple stock price, well, on Friday... You know, it dropped down a little bit, but it had a pretty good run there. Yeah, it did. And I think the only reason it dropped down today was because there just simply was not enough stock in the stores. And people don't know how quickly Apple's going to get those things out. Right, exactly. Okay, of course, next week we're going to see Mac OS Sierra. Have you installed it yet? I have not. I, I'm one of those people I like to wait for them to go, okay, it's completely ready. I My computers are too important to me that I just go ahead and wait until they tell me it's officially done and ready to go. Well, last week we had a Golden Master. Developers got a second Golden Master this week, so possibly public beta testers too will get one, but it's due out by Wednesday of this week, the final version. I'm running the first Golden Master. I see a few glitches, but they might be application-related. The more important thing about it, though, is that I really took a chance here. And you will think I'm a complete idiot, but most people do. And that is, before I did my interview last week with Bob Levitas, I installed the Golden Master on my iMac. Now, I had a MacBook Pro here that I could have moved to if we couldn't do the interview. I also have a clone backup. And I could have restored my iMac while using the MacBook Pro for editing the show. So maybe I was a little bit foolhardy here, but I had a backup. I could still do what I had to do and still would be able to do my work. But I did install it with five minutes to spare, then went on and did an interview and everything worked fine. I would say you're a much braver individual than myself. (laughs) Or a complete idiot, depending on your point of view. (laughs) Yeah, I don't know if I would install a a new version of an operating system that close to an interview, but I'm excited for Sierra. I want to see how it improves life. A lot of times, you know, they say, oh, there's a hundred, you know, some improvements, and I might notice two to three of them. You know, they just aren't in areas of the OS that I use that much. Sean Ani, tell our listeners where we can find more of the stuff that you do. 
you can head over to technobuffalo.com and you'll find all of our posts. We run new information every single day of the week. We also post video reviews, you know, pretty much for all of your technology news and needs. We've got you covered, except for printers. Especially brother printers. You can also find us on Twitter. Look for Tech Night How. Look for Gene Steinberg on Facebook, the guy with the plaid shirt. He's a little bit older now, but he's still me. We also have a second radio show about UFOs, things that go bump in the night called the Paracast at Paracast.com. This week, we will get together with our friend from Scotland, one Gogs Mackay, with an amazing speaking voice, and we'll talk shop. What do I mean by shop? Well, I mean investigating UFOs and paranormal occurrences and trying to figure out whether we understand what's going on. And it has nothing to do with technology at Paracast.com. We also have the Tech Night Owl Plus. Tech Night Owl Plus at plus.technightowl.com. What's it all about? That's a song. What's it all about? No, don't even want to try to sing because everybody will turn off their radio. We just added a new station in Tennessee this week. So here's what's happening. We give you the commercial-free version of this show for a low subscription rate. You don't get the commercials. You just have to go to plus.technightowl.com, plus.technightowl.com for more. Sean Ani, thank you for joining us on the Tech Night Owl Live. Glad to be here. The Tech Night Owl Live is a copyrighted presentation of Making the Impossible Incorporated. We'll be back next week. Same bad time, same bad channel.